What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sweat and Grime. And we once again, who knows for how long, have the whole crew together. It's on been my a right, we have Rick the Dick Valco. What's up? On my left, the notorious, the well known, the loved, Matt motherfucking Totten. What's up, everybody? And and it occurs to me as I'm going through this super professional intro, I only know our guest's first name. Nate, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. What's your last name, Nate? Melnick. M- uh, Nate Melnick. Nate Melnick, yes. And who are you here? Do you actually have an official business or are you just here as as Nate? Uh I have a my own company as well, but I'm not I don't I'm not here to promote that. So I, mean, I just can. make well, art, furniture, metalworking, stuff like that. I don't I don't yeah. We, I mean plug away. Ass. What is it? Uh, well, it's just my own personal, you know, hobby slash company slash if you want something made, you come get this guy some, some money, business. You know Nate, what, what mean, is the so. name of the company? <laughs> Drop it. Nate Specialty Fab. Okay. Guys so go. Nate with Nate Specialty Fab. That's it. That was like pulling teeth, Nate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm really here to, to really promote more of the, um, love it. Yeah. My Skill actual trades. career. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. So we, because we are here in person and can see the cool toy you brought, we know right. what you do for the audience. Parts Tell the audience of what he does. What you do. Uh, so I'm a member of the local mill rights 1102. I'm a supervisor for a uh, conveyor company, a commercial conveyor company. We install and manufacture uh, automotive plants, Amazon plants. I mean, heavy machinery moved, anything like that. We assemble and move those machines. I'm also a certified commercial diver. I was going to say, you did not bring conveyor parts with you. No, I did not. But that's <laughs> that's more of my, yeah, of my day job. My uh, career has consisted um, of a lot of diving services as well. So underwater burning, welding, jetting, dredging, crane ops, pipeline, Platform, uh, freshwater sheeting, um, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of hydraulic tools, wire saws, chainsaws, uh, you name it. We, it's kind of crazy because you see, oh, okay, all you got all these jobs up top that you know skilled trades do. Yep. Somebody's we do, do all under- the jobs underwater, exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like you have to a. encompass everything. I was going to so. say the chainsaw statement didn't really. <laughs> didn't really have the weight that it should have because you didn't say it's a fucking underwater chainsaw. So like, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but when you, when you're underwater and you're chainsawing water, what are you really accomplishing? So the, this is this is the worst part that's about like the butter. chainsaw. It's not like a you know when you get a regular steel gas chainsaw, yeah. you can kind of rev it and like okay, kind of ease into it. This thing has a switch. Oh, it's on off. It's All hydraulic right. flow. So when you Fuck. turn it, it's instant. Wow. And it, you usually can't see what you're doing, so you kind of feel around. All right, my hose is clear. All right, go. My hand's you know, not on yeah. this blade. Oh, yeah. man. It's no, it's not fun. So, how did you get in? So, commercial <laughs> diving is, I'm just going to let you tell the story. That is not a cakewalk career path. That is a, you have, we were talking about it before you actually got here. Uh-huh. How did I, you even want to get into I think this. commercial divers are like 75%. Or eighty percent nuts, and then the remainder is badass. Oh, I or you know, slut usually comes up a lot too. So, <laughs> well, a slut. Know, yeah. now you did tell us before the podcast you now, did not suck any dicks. Nate, what kind of man whore are you? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let me unpack. Yeah, 
Um, like, what did you have to do? It's you're in a safe space. You're in the nest. Alice, Nate. So I grew up uh, welding and diving. I, I think I picked up my first welder when I was 10, 11, something like that. And just nice. jumped in the water with it? Yeah, basically, right. yeah. <laughs> We're going in! Don't ever try it. You have to reverse the polarity. If you don't yep. reverse the polarity, <laughs> you're, you're in between that ground, you're toast. It is, people get killed doing that. So stuff. how do you reverse the polarity? Uh, just take the leads in. I was just about to say that as as like an idiot guess, and I would have been right. So wow. when you, you when, ground out on the nipple, that's exactly. right, and you then you put the, the stinger your, right there. That's oh, it. I think they call that sounding, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a three hundred eight well, he, he, like, uh, he was using his dangleberries and ground rod over here. <laughs> I was saying lick the other one, but he really went all in. Yeah, no did. wonder they call you guys sluts. <laughs> <laughs> so you were 10 grabbing a wire playing yeah, with some the, so we I, I did a lot of stick welding to start off if anybody is going to get into welding that's the I, I my personal opinion is the hardest process to master really um I can do all processes I've been a weld tech I've been a weld I shouldn't say a weld process engineer because I don't have a degree but I worked at engineering firms where we did that kind of thing sure. all right um, you can give lot. yourself a title. You yeah, know what? This I mean, podcast, we constantly say, fuck college. I don't give a fuck if you have a degree. Yeah, well, fuck give college yourself the title. for sure. Yeah. I went to college for a little bit. I'm not, I, I dropped out. Fuck that. I'm not, yeah. I'm not into it. Absolutely. Right. That, I'm a man. That was my other question. You're like, are we allowed to swear? Because I said, oh, no, no, I said, fuck, yeah. I say fuck is, a lot. Yeah, this this place is. here is loaded with dick words <laughs> and swearing. <Yeah. laughs> I always tell people, we have crash crass language, and we tell dick jokes. And yeah. if you're comfortable with that, come on the That's podcast. the job site. That is <laughs> the job right. site. 101. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. And it's funny that you say that because some of the people that listen aren't even in the construction industry. <laughs> and at first they open it up and they're just like, oh my God. But then they can't turn what it off. What is this language? Oh, yeah. so, so it, well, where it really gets a little dicey is we we deal with a lot of manufacturers on, on the diesel and iron side. And so uh -huh. like today I was on a call with the American rental association. And I said, look, I'd love to have you guys on the podcast, but full disclosure, go listen to a couple episodes. Cause I understand you've got politics you need to deal with and yeah. having your yeah. image associated with dick jokes. Doesn't really go too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not here to represent my local hall, by the way. So. <laughs> yeah, there'd be a lot more dicks coming out of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah basically i grew up uh my dad was not in a trade had no really i mean he was he's a smart dude but he didn't do any of that kind of work so what did he do uh he's he was an insurance he had his own business he yeah, sold right. insurance my dad was um, a banker so i can totally relate to that i just didn't want to wear a suit i wore a suit a couple times and i'm like this fucking sucks it does. i don't like it <laughs> in banking it's a button-up yeah. shirt and a tie Dry suits are worse, but like well, suit that's, definitely yeah, you, you hung up one suit for yeah, another for suit. Yeah. Not, it yeah. doesn't look as professional, but it's I've, very uncomfortable. I, I've <laughs> been offered jobs to dive dry suit. I'm just, no, you can get somebody else. Yeah, I, I don't do that. that. Yeah, damn. So I grew up kind of doing some welding stuff. We, could, my dad built a house, so I kind of helped him when I was pretty young. And uh, I was been scuba diving since I was about ten. And now, it, now wait a second. Isn't the 
official age of school of, of scuba diving 12 so they changed i think it got changed, Did I it don't, get changed? i'm like 41 i don't know for a fact but it, it was either 10 or 12 i don't know i do know that the that new age is 12 you are correct for now, sure. did you go patty I did, yes, Patty. Oh, there you yes. go. What the fuck off. is Patty? Yep. So I can't remember what it stands uh, it's for. Something or not. Or yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's naughty is the other one, right? Yeah, naughty. So the yeah. Not, there's two. Official, You're Patty and naughty. It's like a governing there, yeah, agency for safety standards right, and yeah. training and so all that bullshit. Essentially, well, the way I see it is either you're either going to fuck up and die or live when you start doing this shit. You learn really I mean, fast. That essentially how to do it the right way. Up. Yeah. Right. Like it's not like you get the practice twice if you die they like so they like put you in a tank like the first day of dive school you put a hat on and then you get in a tank and like i don't know maybe 20 percent of the people there freak out and they're like okay this isn't for me and oh, why, why do they freak out is it like claustrophobic going underwater is with with gear on is a different experience than than just swimming your head underwater yeah. yeah it is it is very different and a lot of people react yeah you're like a sinker I, uh, I, so I'm more of a neutral guy. I can swim neutral when I'm fully loaded. I don't wear weight and I can swim. A lot of guys right, wear really? weight. If you wear weight, all it's doing is slowing you down. The only time you're yeah. wearing weight is if you're on standby and you're waiting to rescue the guy. Yeah. Right. So, so if the guy's down, down there, there yeah, you you bang, to the bottom, you're yeah. blow my eardrums out. I don't, it doesn't matter at that point. You're trying yeah. to save some guy's life. Yeah. Now, well, have you had to do that yet? Uh, I've been on jobs where we've jumped standby maybe once, All right. but we it got, is we a gotta big, save that for later in the podcast. We just like we went from yeah. like entry level getting into scuba diving so to I full blown someone died. <laughs> yeah, Rick, let's catch like all the in between shit here. Right? Right? Matt, Matt just went from like. Hey, you want to go on a date sometime? To Let's I'm fuck. gonna I'm gonna stick it right in your ass. Like yeah, like, that's spread what it open. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, in Matt's in Matt's eyes, I don't beat around the bush, man. First date's anal. This is Matt's marriage material here. <laughs> Jesus, it's just, the it's the beard that's getting him. Is it getting you a little hot, Matt? It gets everybody just a little bit. Okay. A little bit. It, it, yeah. As the podcast gets going more and more and it heats up, as Matt starts slowly creeping in over. I'll come the other way. You yeah, got to put up right. like a little yeah, partition, a yeah. little COVID partition. He's going to make you wear the helmet just so you you can't smooch on him at all. Oh, I thought that just, <laughs> I just saw that everyone can't hear him scream when we're ass raping him. <laughs> Shut up. Just, <laughs> <laughs> How's the helmet feel? <laughs> Eat some air. Here, you want to try this on, huh? <laughs> so, <laughs> sweet Jesus. Boy, we are getting off to a good start. Uh, so, so, go you back. Go from Scuba diving as a ten-year-old. Uh, let's let's talk a little more entry level from that though. He, okay, okay. He broke it in. People yeah. panicked. Twenty percent left. He was still in well, there with but, the gear. But that's on the commercial side, right? Yeah, that's like that's at dive school. Yeah. yeah. So, so dive was, school is like a six. The shortest program is six months. The longest I think is like two years. Wow. Wow. They teach you all about gas laws and the physics of diving. And I feel like uh, you'd want to take the two-year program. I took the six-month program, <laughs> and I made more money at my company than anybody else every year I was there. Smart for dude. my For my ranking, you all know right. what I mean? Like well, where I is was it at. smart dude, or is it... Yeah. He was it on is. the six-month program. It is. Hey, <laughs> we need you to jump in, in on this one. I love yeah. it, dude. He we'll died. You didn't learn about what happens in the two-year program. <laughs> yeah, but think about right at seven, eight months, you learn about what happens when you're going too fast. That's yeah, right. but he just dives 
right in, doesn't even know how to read the fucking gauges, just yeah, jumps in, like, gets it done. It. <laughs> comes out, he's like, yeah, I just made a couple grand. You know what? Pay this guy a little died. more. He'll do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So speaking of a couple grand, starting pay in the Gulf of Mexico right now, I think is like 12 bucks an hour for a tender. Are Jeez. you serious? Yeah. No, but that's for a tender though, right? Well, yeah, every that's where everybody starts. Well, right. isn't it the Sorry, fucking yeah, tender? Everybody. Isn't it where you find your date for the night on Tinder? Uh, Different kind of Tinder. I, I don't know. I think I'm banned from Tinder. <laughs> For twelve bucks an hour, pretty wild, huh? Yeah, you must have been a cheap date for twelve bucks an hour. Yeah, it's that ego. Everybody (laughs) wants. Everybody's got the ego. So as a tender, you're you're basically managing all the hoses. You're helping the guy. You're doing. You're the bitch. You're You're doing everything, and you were covered in shit twenty four seven. There isn't no like. I mean, I've been covered in diesel from head to toe. I've been covered in hydraulic fluid. I've been. Is more sweat and concrete and shit like that all the time. Yeah. You're in it. I got a picture of my buddy offshore. I remember we were humping all these, call them three in one. So it's like a sandbag filled with concrete, basically. It's dry. And as soon as you throw it in the water, it hardens up. It hardens up, right? Yep. So we had like 30 pallets of this shit, like big super sacks of it. And we used 10 on a job. And he's like, all right, just get rid of them. Well, I'm the lead ton of the duck crane. Out. Well, all right, grab the crane, hop in it, start moving. <laughs> you can't fucking do that. We're underway. You can't. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Am I, how am I going to do this? They're like, fucking hump them. I was like, what? Oh. Hump them? All of a sudden, you see him over there. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, he's going to town God. like a jackrabbit. <laughs> now three holes here, buddy. I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> I can tell you guys are really uh, another was, funny story. Let's hear it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> There's this song by Di, Di Antwood called, it's like, I rub my dick on expensive shit. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> yeah. This is I, great, I, dude. Right. So I got a video. We were installing these big stopple clamps. The stopple <laughs> clamp is like, these things are like 250 grand a piece. They're oh. like, it's these, it's, they're fucking expensive. Yeah. And You're we're all out there. Dick on it. They're Fuck fucking yeah. taking this shit on their PA. You know what I mean? Everybody's doing this shit. They're like, don't, you can't record this, dude. You can't. It's the office season. We're all going to get fucking fired. That's awesome. Yeah. And you did it. <laughs> Of course. Oh, fuck we yeah, you did. Yeah. Was this you before TikTok and uh, 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 it was it was in the Instagram days. I got right. I got a lot of stuff on my Instagram of offshore and right. shit, but like that I kind of you had stuff. A lot of like, platform work and yeah, that yeah. was that was all down in the Gulf. I went to the Gulf after dive school. Um I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but yeah. So back up yeah. to you were a ten-year-old doing the amateur dive, thing. right? So my dad dove before me and was always like, "Oh, I want to take you dive, I want to take you diving." Yeah. Well, like we would always go to the islands and shit. He was always in Grand Cayman doing insurance, Love fucking. It offshore banking you know yeah. now i'm an adult i'm like oh okay well, I, I know what's going on i know where's the cocaine not legal anymore <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so we're going there and I've, i I remember going diving we went we i dove the north wall in grand cayman we went in you know st thomas st john all over the fucking place yeah. so i loved the ocean i've always loved the ocean i wanted to be a marine biologist but these assholes make like 25 grand a year yeah. And how long do you have to be in college? Because it's I did the same fucking years. It's yeah. a long time. You go spend a hundred hundred grand to make twenty five grand. And you ain't going to no submarine. You're going oh. on some piece of shit tugboat, getting like water samples, doing yep. nothing. Yeah, you know I love I mean? it. Like watching the Maldives. You're yeah. saving yeah. the world. Yeah. Yeah. You got to collect the sperm. Like jerking sea cucumbers <laughs> off yeah. to get samples. I don't. Fuck know. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so I'm like, well, what's the what's the next thing? Oh, well, I want to be an astronaut. Well, you can't do that because you're not going to fucking space. So like, I don't know. I saw this picture of this dude diving in a helmet one day. I hated my job. I looked. Oh, I was. I don't know how I came across it. I like specifically remember it in my mind. I was sitting at my desk. 
What was the job you were doing when you? Uh, I was working for Toyota as a prototype for prototype development. Doing, uh, we we're building like prototype vehicles to crash right. and shit. Yeah. It doesn't really. That matter. sounds like an exciting, cool. I was, job. I was, I was, I was the one painting all the cars, and then we do the, like the weld line. It doesn't really matter. It was all. It, it sucks. I don't. It. I fucking yeah. hate it. So. They have these things that Toyota call, I used to call them depression windows. So it looks, it looks shitty outside when you're inside, mm-hmm. but then when you go outside, it's sunny and you're like, you're just trying to keep me inside, <laughs> yeah. you know? So. Yeah. Well, that's a brilliant idea. That's it is. It is. Yeah. You know, and you wonder why these, these motherfuckers are jumping like off buildings. Mirror, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, dude. <laughs> Tell it for what it is. So th- yeah, that's the number one reason why people hate me on a job site, man. Is I just. I don't know. You I, raw it dog just it. comes out. I don't know. That's Tell just how, how it, it is. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, we was diving. Uh, we were diving all the time. And I, oh, that's right. I've lost track. I was what at Toyota. What was your favorite recreational dive? Uh, probably pr- the one that really sticks out in my mind was the North Wall in Grand Cayman. That was stunning. Yeah. I remember it goes down about 85 feet and yeah. you kind of float over this thing and you look straight down and it's just chopped. Yeah. Straight, it, it is crazy. Endless. It is crazy. Clear as all hell, or is it just black oh, it's, abyss? No, it's, be- it's, it's beautiful. Clear. I mean, you, you can all see right. down to maybe about 200 feet, and then that's it. Wow. Right. So you don't see the bottom. No. It's just an abyss. Yeah. yeah. It's nuts. It puckers your asshole. It kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It makes you feel very, very small. Is that where Loch Ness Monster lives, or fucking I think, I think the giant squids? <laughs> now, this, yeah, yeah, the giants, that's what freaks me the fuck out. You should look up the Humboldt squid. Yeah. In the Sea of Cortez. Oh, yeah. Those fuckers. And they'll grab you. They got like razor blades on their like suckers and, and shit. And they'll grab you. Hooks, man. <laughs> the, the divers straight up, I swear, I saw they wear chainmail suits when they go diving. No these fucking shit. Things, they'll kill you. Yeah. And still that, I don't know Fuck that I would. That's crazy. It's crazy. They'll grab onto you yeah. and start heading for the depths. And there'll be one in front of you flashing, going, oh, look at me. And this other motherfucker's coming Boom. up behind you. Yeah. yeah. They're fucking Humble crazy. Squid, they scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, that sounds very humbling. Yeah. yeah. Squid. They're gnarly. Sounds like a fuck no situation. What even possesses you fucking guys to go on a deep sea fucking scuba dive this fucking shit you it's do? Just the adventure? With these things that fucking eat you. Like, uh, common sense tells me not to go into water. Was something that's gonna fucking eat me. So and I'm gonna go out there like a little <laughs> humbling squid bait and fucking swim with it. You have to like you have to like walk before you, or you have to crawl before you walk. Yeah. So like you sound like you're gonna fucking drown before you can't fucking swim. swim. <laughs> well, like I okay, so like I grew up riding like four wheelers and crotch rockets mm-hmm. and I had drag cars and I that built cars great. and like right, so all these adrenaline things, right? You're cutting traffic with a hot girl in the back with a short skirt doing 180 mile an hour. Right. That's fun to me, yes. right? A lot of people are like, I ain't doing that. Like, I can't do that. Well, I just think great. I just think our type of personality is that kind of person. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So like for me, it was always like, I want that next thing. So then I went to rally racing and I had a co-drove for a pro rally team for a while, no built shit. cars for them. We, wow. I mean, we didn't win any championships, but I like raced with all these fuck big yeah. dogs. As you long as I mean? you fuck, as you're, if you're in the race, that's it, a blast. It was crazy. I mean, that was some of the most hardcore adrenaline pumping shit I've ever done. I can and imagine. It was fun. And then me and my driver kind of like, we had a thing, whatever, and we kind of broke up. So I was like, what's the next thing? Like, what you kind know? of thing yeah, were you and the driver like, doing? Well, like, he, all right, so we rolled the car doing like 80 mile an hour. <laughs> so like, it was my job to call the turn. I called the turn right and he hit the, it was a, 
crown row with a huge ditch, and he hit the ditch and rolled it like three or four times. Oof. And uh, we told, well, we didn't tow the car, but the whole side member had to come off the car. So we had it at my house. I was supposed to do some work to it. He was handing out his girlfriend. I, I was like, fuck you, get your shit. That's it. You know oh. what I mean? So we kind of ended things. And I'm like, all right, well, what's next? I'm not going to sit in a fucking office and rot. This yeah. ain't going to happen. So yep. I was looking around, and all of a sudden, I came across this picture. I remember, it will, I'll never forget, I was sitting at my desk, and I was Googling diving because I did like one hour of work, actual work at this company, like per week. <laughs> Typical I white mean, collar job. Yeah. It was, I mean, I've not, I, I was trying to get fired. I'm like, let's yeah. see how little, I'm just actively on the internet. Dude, dude, this fuck. Hey, Nate, how's it going? My boss. Oh, good. Okay. See ya. Like, I'm, what? <laughs> Keep You're not going to fucking like put pressure on me. <laughs> I get to like finally do that. I'm always the guy doing all the fucking work. Like I finally get to like not do any fucking yeah. work, you know? So I just, I specifically remember it was Googling diving. I don't know how I came across it. And I saw this bell and it, it, if you guys Google it, it's like a, it's like a giant ball, like steel ball, like a pressurized ball. And this guy was hanging off the side of it, wearing a hat just like that. And I'm going like, what the fuck? fuck is that thing on his yeah. head like what is this shit it's gotta be a movie and i started looking into it and it's like oh no it's a real thing you want to be an underwater wilder i was like fuck yeah i want to be an underwater wilder <laughs> like i'm trying to get out of this fucking job now, i will say there are two distinct personalities here because for people unfamiliar describe you've described the shape of the diving bell tell people what that diving bell is used for and how <laughs> fucking nuts you have to be to be in a situation where you were in a diving bell. <laughs> yeah. So the diving bell that I saw and I've worked Jesus. on these jobs, it's it's actually called saturation diving. So I've never been in sat myself. I've tended for these jobs. I've been on sat jobs. Basically, you're living at the depth that you're working. At, so, at the pressure right, of the depth. Right. Yep. So if you're let's say you're working at 500 feet you're living at like 450, yeah. right? So as the bell goes down, when the bell hits depth, the door just pops open. And the pressure is totally and equalized. And it's equal, right? Yep. But the, the the most dangerous part of this shit is where you go from the system <clears throat> into the bell. It's called TUP or transfer under pressure, where if the mating surface where the, where the bell <laughs> mates up to the system and clamps, if that clamp or anything fails, everyone in that system is going to fucking die instantly. And, and not just... Fuck. And not just like a... Like a pop can. It's not just it's, like a quick... Uh, it's yeah. like you fucking fizz out and like it's this uh, violent it's, well, explosion. Well, at least it's fucking quick. Shit. So there was, there was an... I don't remember which one it was. Quick. Yeah, the, there was a guy that... Because it's an explosive decompression, it literally sucked this guy through a half-inch gap. And Love that it. his body was just meat coming out the yeah, other side. Basically. Look at the old school bells from like freaking the 1800s. They're, They're the, real tiny. The wooden yeah. Yeah, boxes. Dude, it's fucking, you see those old diving Everything suits, about sat diving, it just, my God. Why it's, the fuck you got to live in a bell that deep in the water? Because well, your so, body has acclimate, right? Like, so how it works is you just dive out of the bell. So the bell's at depth. The door opens. You go out of the bell. You go dive and you come back in the bell. After your dive's done, they take the bell up. They made it to like a bigger, like it's called a DDC or a deck decompression chamber. It's like mm -hmm. a big, okay. like it looks like a huge propane tank, basically, like a bit like a yard, like a five hundred gallon a propane tank, yeah, a huge one. And you live at that depth, breathing helium and oxygen mix for like a month. <laughs> Nobody no. tells you about that either. Yeah. You do. They you spend like the Donald entire Donald. time. Yeah, it's talking like just talking really high. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, you do. 
anytime you dive gas, that's that's the side effect. And they have these little descramblers on the fucking Amron things. They don't work for shit. I don't know how I'm, I'm like, how the fuck are you understanding anything this guy's yeah. saying? He's like, oh no, like you know, they they all do this for a long time, yeah. so it's very easy for yeah. them. So, so at 500 feet though, why are you 500 feet living in this fucking belt? Because, what are you doing down there? So usually you're digging a ditch. Usually ninety. F- you're ninety percent of my dives are digging. Five hundred fucking feet in the water, and you're digging a ditch. Yeah. Now using like a vac, like uh, usually it's a jet. So not me. They have a lot of machines and pump and like saws and all kinds of shit down in the south for this kind of shit. That like you'd be like, what in the fuck is this thing for? They got wire saws that are like. These hydraulic 60-inch wire saws you mount up for cutting caissons off yeah. of the water, all kinds of stuff. So it's a pretty gnarly world how it all like works. But usually you're digging a ditch. On this particular job, the platform the platform fell over and basically bent all the they call it a riser. So the riser right. comes up from the, you know, blowout preventer or whatever's on bottom at the bottom of the well. Uh, the thing bent over. So, and just to clarify, we're talking about an oil platform for yes, the audience. Yes, correct. In, yep. the, in the Gulf of Mexico is offshore. So, when the oil platform comes down, it takes all the pipes that go all the way down or risers all the way down to the wherever they drill to. You know what I mean? I don't know how mm-hmm. the exploratory drilling works, but you have to get the straight pipe before you can cap the well. You have to get it within, I think it's five degrees of straight pipe. No so, shit. like, when it goes plumb, basically five yep. degrees either way of that, That's then you, you can, can cap it. the pipe and wedding cake it and put a BOP on it. Gotcha. But you can't do that until you jet down. So, I mean, Damn. we had a fucking hole. This, I think we were in shallow sat. It was like 100 feet of water. So you're jetting. This debris is just going. It's going everywhere. So yeah. usually there's like, usually you have like, a, they call them like an airlift. So you got air going to the bottom side of it, creates a venturi and just sucks everything right out of the hole gotcha. as you're jetting. But like, I mean, there's these machines that move, uh, fuck, a uh, hundred thousand gallons of water in a s- couple seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's nuts. So, so I do want to back up to answer Rick's question because I think you are so well versed in diving. A lot of people don't understand the whole concept behind saturation diving. Right. So essentially, what happens when you go into any depth of water because there's now pressure on top of you? You're inhaling far more air than you would at the surface. One of the most prevalent gases in our air is nitrogen. What happens is that nitrogen can't, it's called off-gassing. When you breathe out, you exhale. Mm -hmm. Some nitrogen goes out with it. Well, when you're at extreme depths, especially when you're really, you know, 500 feet, you're at extreme depths, you're building up a phenomenal amount of nitrogen in your system. Well, in in normal recreational diving, you're generally at 60 feet or so. And so you're able to dive for 40 minutes and then you have to come up and you do a decompression stop. And it's literally you stop in about 15, 20 feet of water and you sit there for 15 minutes and breathe. That's all you're doing. And what that's allowing you to do is let that nitrogen out of your system. All right. And then you can come to the surface. If you don't let the nitrogen out and you just pop up to the surface, it's like Nate was saying, your blood is like a soda pop can. The nitrogen comes out in gas form inside your blood vessels. It's called the bins. And generally, a very light case of the bins, it tends to collect around your joints, and so your joints really start to get achy. Uh, With extreme cases, it will kill you. And so when you're doing saturation diving, the problem is when you're at that extreme depth, 
you'd be on the bottom for two minutes and then now you got to do your decompression stop and you're going to be in a decompression stop for an hour because you were so deep. So what these guys do instead so that they can continue working at those depths for long term is they compress their bodies inside these giant, they do look like propane tanks. It's living quarters inside a pressurized chamber. And they slowly over the course of what is it, a day or so, they take you down to depth. Uh, going down, I think, is is way quick. quicker than than going up. Yeah. yeah, as long as everybody can clear, you can just you can. You I can think it's like go. an hour process. Oh wow, like so it's you can just go. Bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so they'll take you down to the pressure. So essentially, they are pumping that vessel mm-hmm. full of air to the point that you are now equal with the pressure of the water you're going to be working in, and that's where you live. Because now instead of you having to worry about doing decompression stops, you're you, set. you transfer into the diving bell because it is an equal pressure to the chamber that you're in. Now that decom that 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 diving bell can be uncoupled and then they lower it over the side and it slowly lowers to the bottom at the same pressure until you get to the depth you're working at. Like Nate said, that's when the door just flips open because now the pressure is totally equalized across that door. And when you're done with your dive for the day, you can work however long you want because, again, you're at the pressure. You don't have to worry about decompressing. So they do their day. They get back in the diving bell at the same pressure. It takes them back up. You live in your chamber. And now when they're totally done with the job or however long their run is, what's the what's the the coming back up is like? Uh, it's like five. It, it depends on the depth and the schedule, but usually it's about five days. So you've got five days of them just, just sitting slowly by yourself. Yep. Slowly well, ratcheting you're, you're, down you're the with pressure. Like eight or nine, like eight right, or nine gotcha. people. Yeah, but it's eight or nine dudes in a propane like a, tank. Yep. Sizes basement or smaller? Or way, way smaller. Way smaller. Way yeah. smaller. You're on top Fuck. of each other. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure you guys have seen like in movies where they show like old army ships and shit and like submarines. Yeah. It's like it's literally like right. that. Yeah. It's it's, it's nuts. gnarly. Fuck that. So that is why they do the saturation Ooh. diving is because if you didn't have saturation diving, you could never get any work done. So you can't be claustrophobic doing this shit. Fuck oh, no. no. That's like the number one. It's like yeah. a bunch of sardines in this little. You learn that in the first twenty minutes of dive learning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is for me. And so let's go a step further back to our conversation that. That we were having before you came over, Nate. Let's say there is an accident and your hand gets maimed at depth. What's the process to get medical attention? Yeah, you're, you're, so usually, if not everyone, every other person is a DMT, so diver, med, dive yeah. medical technician in SAT with you. Mostly everyone usually has that cert, usually. Because it's that critical. Yeah, and it's not like, oh, you just take a class. Like, you have to take rides with the MTs, and yeah. it's like a big fucking deal. You have to know all the body's anatomy and do neuro exams, and it's a big... You're a fucking a doctor. Deal. But yeah, yeah. Ba- I mean, you're you're, 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 you're definitely a, a, yeah. a paramedic, correct. Um, if something happens, you're fucked. You ain't coming out of that thing for five days. It Damn. takes longer to get out of sat and get like real medical treatment than it would be to get back from the moon. Wow. The comparison that they try to make. Holy yeah. shit. So, so don't and, fuck and you up. don't have yeah. the crazy thing is you don't have an option because if they decompress, you die. Yeah. Yep. yep. Wow. It's nuts. So how extreme is this job? Obviously this helmet that you're wearing has a price tag on it. Yeah, I mean, everything's expensive because it's oil. It's all big oil, you know yep. what I mean? So everything's pretty expensive. Like, I'll just give you a, a rough number. Like, we 
I remember I was on this gas job as a tender and my supervisor made put me in the dive rotation, right? This is before yeah. I broke out as a diver, but it was on a gas job. So it's a big fucking deal. Like everybody wants that position. Yep. So you go down, you can't see fucking anything. You're not getting shit done. You got about, I don't know, 90 minutes at 180 feet or something like that. I don't know what the schedule was, but I didn't really get a lot of shit done. You know what I mean? I dug maybe a 30 foot ditch, something like that, but you're in shell shake and sugar sand. It's a, it's a nightmare. So, and you can't see any fucking thing. Yeah. You can't even, when you put your hand in front of your, like on your face port, you can't see it. You can't see shit. So, fucked so what's up. the point of you going down that deep though to dig? So for that particular job, we had to mark a pipe. So they wanted to, I don't know if they want to pull pipe or chase a pig or what the pro- what they were doing, but they were like, you need to put buoys on this pipe. We have to know that this is the pipe. Like, so <sighs> when you go down, the Gulf of Mexico is so bad that when you go down, when you chase pipe, you always have to have one hand on the pipe. You have to read the tag and then have one hand on the pipe the entire time. If you lose the pipe, you got to start over. Why? Because there's it's like spaghetti. It's fucking there's so many drill rigs. You yeah. can't keep track of it. Yeah. It depends on kind of where you're at, too. Like, Baymar Shan's really fucking crowded. Now, how close are the other pipes? Like All over. I mean, yeah. it's like there's intersections of them fucking gotcha. everywhere. So when right. you're jetting pipe out and you see, a, like, an intersection and there's pipes all over the place, you're yeah. like, okay, you make sure. Really, it only matters if you're going to cut this fucking thing. Yep. Cut the wrong pipe. It, oh, it's a <laughs> yeah, you got the BPO huge spill. deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sounds like a fucking disaster. It is. Now, were you? It did is. you uh, get involved with the BP oil spill? When no, happened, I I wasn't in. I wasn't involved in that. I did. I have seen it, and I know it firsthand. I I I was on this job where they were cutting these um, risers or wells or whatever. They were mm-hmm. decommissioning the wells. There's a whole process to doing it. You guys can look it up later. It's called yeah. wedding caking, and it's right. like this huge. They have wire line out there and all this shit. Anyways, when they cut them, it was you have to um, tap and check the pressure of the well before you cut it, right? So you put up like a pollution dome and all this shit, all these precautions to be like, okay, we're gonna check this thing, make sure it's dry, no pressure on it. Then we're then we'll cut it. Well, they cut they. Decommissioned three of them. There was one, I think there was one or two more. And the guy's like, We don't have time for this shit. Just fucking cut it. And he's like, Well, you can't cut it. You got to sign all this paperwork. They went through all this bullshit and they cut it. And I remember walking to the dive shack and looking at the monitor and he's like, It's right fucking here. And he looks up and it's fucking fire hosing out of this fucking Jesus. Love and I'm it. like, Oh my fucking God. <laughs> I remember looking off the side of this lift boat and there was a sheen as far as you could fucking yeah. see. And yeah. you know, wow. I won't name the company, yeah. but they're a very small, you've never heard of them. There's some very small oil company. Yeah. And all because somebody was just in a fucking just rush. In a, well, they don't want to spend the money. Yeah. You know what I mean, diving is expensive. Like yeah. when you, if you blow a gas, if you go diving gas, let's just say the, the, you know, gas job I was on, 180 foot for 90 minutes. That's about $45,000 for, wow. for the, for the company. So, we are in the wrong profession. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. So have you talked about visibility yet? Oh, it's zero. Yeah, zero. It's never, that's it's that's, it's that's the other thing. thing that people, when they're mentally envisioning this, they're like, Oh, you're in crystal clear. You're pretty much blind. You're a blind person Caribbean. just working with the by second feel. you disturb anything. You have no visibility. Well, it's obviously dark. He's got a flashlight on his helmet that he brought. I'm going to tell you right now, 
That means dick all most of the time. Yeah. So this <laughs> flashlight, I that was installed when I was inland diving in, in New York, which was funny because the what you were just talking about it kind of reminds me when I got there, they only knew me as like this dude from the Gulf. They don't know. They're just like, oh, you're some fucking offshore diver. <laughs> yeah. You think your fucking dick's two feet long? I'm like, well, whatever. Is, like, yeah, yeah, okay. You're I'm guilty as charged, motherfucker. Yeah. So, I'll own it. Yeah. <laughs> so they just think you you can see everything, and it's just this fucking dreamland. You're with the mermaids and shit. Yeah. It ain't like that. The Mississippi's no. dumping in the Gulf. You don't see nothing. Yeah, yeah. all that sediment. You don't yep. see anything. And it's not like you get in the water, and you're like, oh, I can see. You don't see shit ever. No. Usually you're in about the majority of my career was spent between like maybe 50 and 150 feet of water right around there. Most jobs around 90 feet. You don't see any fucking thing. Yeah. You're feeling around for everything. And it's and literally to the extent that you can hold your hand right here. And and for the audience, I am two inches from my eye and you still can't see anything. No. So how do you even train somebody to do this on, kind of work on the job right but, right. but alright so you Just go down like a lot of room for program or the two year program what are you doing like yeah. fucking hand signals you can't see each other so you're teaching them how to grope okay. this pipe and cut this well, you got thing radio, right? so you got comms in, in your helmet your supervisor's talking to you they have a, a unit on bottom called a mesotech usually so it's like a side scan sonar it's a shitty picture, but you can kind of see what's happening, kind of. Right, the guy see on the diver, boat. Yeah, he knows where you're at. And I swear to God, I've... Dude, bro, that's my pipe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grab the God bigger one. God damn, it really is two foot long. <laughs> <laughs> so I I worked with, with a lot of supervisors that were, you know, as we call them offshore, like fucking hammers. These guys knew... These guys were badasses. I remember... And I mean, everybody's questioned their job a little bit. I think at one point in their career, they're like, what the fuck am I, am I, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, yeah. I don't know if I'm, supposed, I don't know if I'm cut out for this shit. And I remember being on bottom and he's like, the fucking platform's right there. Like, you're going to run into it. It's right fucking there. I'm like, fucking looking around. I'm like, no, because you're not looking. You're yeah, looking at your hands. You're just seeing one around. And you're missing it by an inch. Hey, oh my God. <laughs> so I don't know if you ever, if you guys ever tried to walk a straight line in the dark in like pitch black with your eyes closed, it's fucking impossible. You yeah. can't yep. do it. You just walk in a circle. Yep. Same thing on bottom. You have to crawl, right? So he, and I, I remember being like, it ain't fucking here. And he's like, Turn left 90 degrees, walk two steps. And I'm like, bang, and ran right into it. I'm like, dude, this motherfucker didn't even... I'm I'm the one down here looking, and yeah. you knew where I was at? Yeah. How the <laughs> fuck do you know that? <laughs> Jesus. It's He's times like Jesus that that make Christ you... Himself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But he was... I remember he was younger than me, and he was a bad motherfucker, but he's not around anymore. He was he was in the Gulf since, since the BP spill, had about a thousand dives under him. He was a, he was a bad motherfucker, man. He's you you keep using past tense. So he uh, gotten yeah he's he's not around anymore. But he died a while ago. You know what I mean? From a so, diving related? No, no. This was okay. Yeah, okay. a lot of us have very col- colorful histories. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, people in the trades. I well, mean, that's you, how it goes. I, you know, you got to be a little fucking wired differently to do shit like. Well, this. I was about yeah. to say, the further we go into this, no one more, likes me up top, so more, I'll just go down yeah, the dark like, abyss. The further like, we go, the just, more people realize the accuracy of my statements yeah, about being nuts. Yeah, but I could just see someone like this 
doing a line of cocaine with a little dab of acid <laughs> and diving into this fucking dark thing and having an apocalypse down there. <laughs> like, the zombies are fucking coming, bro, and you can't see them. That was, it, uh, it that was, was alarming. <laughs> it, was com- it was completely different for me. I feel like every time that I would go diving, it was the time that I don't have to think about anything else. Yeah. I don't surviving? think about bills, my girl, my nothing. All I'm doing is going like, I just need to like do this and go back up. That's so all I, I got to do. But you got to have some phobias or fucking something down there in the middle of the ocean. It's fucking pitch black. You can't see nothing. I, that's where like, I was going to go. Is- something's going to fucking eat me. My airline's going to get fucking cut. Um, if something goes sideways, I'm just going to fucking die like right now, right here. Mm, yeah. That shit don't cross your mind down it, there in the dark? It. Uh, I mean, the, the worst thing that I was always, I never really was scared of it because I dig ditches differently than some people. But, you know, when you go up a ladder, they're like, oh, okay, you need like one foot this way to four feet this way. Whatever. Yep. Same thing as like a roof, like a pitch, right? Yeah. So, they say in a ditch is three to one is yep. the ratio. So three foot up, one foot out. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of guys are just like, fuck this. Hurry up, get the fucking pipe and get the fuck out of here. So when you go down to a ditch, you don't know what the fuck you're coming into. If you dive behind somebody that you know and your boys with them, you're like, all right, like fill me in what's happening. Usually there's like a small turnover, but yep. like if the guy in front of you is a dipshit, which most jobs, 70% of them are, no yep. matter what the job is, you may have a fucking problem. So you need to make sure to set the next guy up. But if you have a cave in, if you're in a fucking bottom of a 30 foot ditch and it's sugar sand and you have a cave in, you're fucked. It's like you're swimming in concrete. You can't breathe. In the water down in the ocean. Yeah. So everything we deal with, except you're underwater. And the and you ditch, can't see. And you can't yeah, see. and the ditch is like when sugar sand. It, I don't know how to I explain it other than like this, like pudding slurry mm-hmm. concrete, like. Yeah. It goes everywhere. And when you mix it with high pressure water, it turns into this like paste shit that goes, and you can't get out of it. And when it's, there's weight of it on you, you can't fucking breathe. Really? So if you get buried in that shit, it's you're just done. your hose coming out, you're fucked. Yeah. And it's not easy to move to jet that shit. It's a huge pain in the ass. So, really? Yeah. That's, As- the, that's, that's, that was my biggest fear. I've had my air cut off a couple times. It was not panic? that big of a deal. I mean, I ended up finishing the dive and shit, but. When, when oh your emergency tank yeah so when okay. you when, when you say oh i'm going on bailout it's a big fucking deal people start to panic oh right. my fucking you know and people are going crazy well i just told the less this, crazy you get the, the more the routine it is yeah. kind of you learn to like not really panic i haven't been put in too many situations where it was like do this or die yeah. you know what i mean but yeah. like there has been a couple close calls you know but so go, in, go into a couple of those tell us about some of the close calls because uh, we do want to give an actual accurate picture of other trades on the show see i think when he said the fucking air got pinched that would where i'd go into i'm gonna <laughs> fucking die mode like rick's got a surface and changes pants and you're, and you're 150 <laughs> fucking feet deep you can't just come out of the fucking water because i can't breathe but you gotta sit there for 15 minutes decompressing yeah. or whatever you said. Yeah. I, I'd be fucking swimming to the top to get some air. So that's the thing. If you do that, we then have chambers on deck for, you know, table sixes yeah. and shit like that. Like we have medical personnel the on. Yeah. It's always there. The nearest chamber is right as soon as you get out of the water. Yeah. And everyone knows the emergency procedure to get a diver out of the water and into that chamber like within minutes. We do drills like once every two weeks usually. Yeah. Usually yeah. that's and the captain and everybody's involved. It's yeah. a big fucking so deal. So explain 
someone panicking, the air gets cut off, and the dude's fucking coming to the top. What happens? Because you're in the middle of the fucking ocean. I've, I've, so I've never seen anyone actually do that where it's called like omitted D or omitted decompression. So if you do something like that, you're getting airlifted and you're fucked. Yeah. Like you can't, you, <clears throat> the general rule in scuba diving is like, oh, don't go f- up faster than your bubbles, right? Well, like, that's not a thing in commercial diving. It's very scheduled. Like, this is your ascent time from this, like, 150 to 140 or whatever, whatever the next stop is. You know what I yep. mean? So it's very calculated to the second. Yep. Math is done by several people at once. I mean, it's not like this shit. If there is even one one fuck up on a table if it goes through it goes all the way up the medical chain i mean it goes to the office a big fucking ordeal so everyone is pretty well versed in doing something like that as far as like a emergency type of thing goes but i've never seen anyone omit decompression i did see a guy caught his thumb off one time on a recip saw that was pretty gnarly uh (laughs) i've seen inch and a half uh wire rope snap in half like piano wire i had to clean up a fucking whole bow of the shit it was like I don't know, the size of an F-350 truck of piano wire fucking inch and a half cable. We had to go through and torch all that shit out from wow, anchor cable. I mean, damn. it's fucking gnarly. There was a lot of... I've seen, you know... Uh, what is the craziest thing you've seen? Oh. <laughs> he couldn't. It was dark. Yeah. Man. I, Good point. Yeah. What, what he imagined he would have saw. <laughs> I don't know. We had a we had a eight-foot uh, Mako shark jump over the bulwarks of our boat on the deck and was thrashing around. I thought there was something wrong with the jet pump. I was on deck when it happened. And I remember walking out of the back deck and like, <laughs> there's a fucking shark. These jet pumps are huge. They're like, it's like a, the skids maybe 12 feet long by eight feet high. These is giant John Deere mothers. Things are fucking huge. Well, we got two of them and they're kind of idling. And I hear this like fucking like this smacking. I'm like, what the what the fuck's fuck Kevin doing? Like, what the hell's going on with the jet pump, dude? And I look <laughs> around. It's rocking, dude. I look around. It looked. I thought it was. It looked like a fucking balloon animal. I didn't know how else to describe it. it looked like this fake giant shiny blue thing. I'm like, what the fuck? And the thing started thrashing around. It was biting the halibut valves, bleeding out of his mouth and shit. Oh, it was shit. gnarly, yeah. And you want to jump in the water with those fucking things. I mean, I, I sharks are the janitors of the ocean. They're our friends. They're not here to hurt us, you know. Rick is anti-shark, yeah, buddy. No, Rick is Mr. Anti-shark. anti-shark. You can't be anti-shark. Sharks are fucking badass. They are They badass. really aren't the monsters. They're sweet. They are from, the janitors uh, of the ocean. Yeah, but from the TV guys, screen. Yeah, but if you guys can't recall, Steve Irwin died from a stingray. Oh, for fuck's and, sake. And we going to jump into fucking ocean with sharks. Steve Irwin died. Humbling squid. By one of the most fucking, freak circumstance accidents that has ever been recorded. All I got to say is the fucking dude died, <laughs> unfortunately, by a barb of a stingray. And you going to jump in there with man-eating motherfucking sharks. I mean, they don't. They just want to taste you. They just like, want to know what, what I just, you are. I just think as you put this helmet on, <laughs> you jump into water with these things. Like common sense is just out the window. But but again, it's go gone. back to the pre-podcast conversation. Oof, Sharks <laughs> ain't what you got to worry about. It's the fucking squid, man. Squid is the, the humble you, squid. What you really got to worry about? Giant squid. What you really got to worry about is the guys on deck that are taking care of you. Well, that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's number that's one thing. What's this squid? What's this squid that? Sprays out the black shit and just disappears. All of them. Yeah, they all yeah, do. They eat. all do that. Yeah, <clears throat> octopus do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Cuttlefish. Yeah, 
Cuttlefish yeah. are badass. Those are my Have you ever right had there. any good close encounters with that crazy shit? No, just the Not one, that he knows my, my one buddy got hit in the head with a shark. That was kind of crazy. He's got it on videotape <laughs> and shit. You know what the fuck happened to you? I got like, hit in the head with a shark. <laughs> there's like cameras and shit on these things, so there's like a lot of like electrical, you know, shit oh, going yeah, off. And they're like super yeah. like sensitive to that kind of yeah. shit. So like they don't know what to do when that happens, you know. So see, that's where I panic like a bitch. It was just a baby. It was just like a little three footer. It was no big deal. It could outswim you. It could outperform. <laughs> Meanwhile, the the poor shark has just got recalculating going on in its head. Right. Recalculating. It, it just yeah. keeps hitting you in the head. Fucking up with its GPS. Yeah, you're in its home. It's yeah. like, what the fuck are you right. doing? You are here? out of your elements yeah. here. See, that's where my mind goes. <laughs> So have you had any like really cool encounters with with even just just fish or some uh, unique stuff? Not really. I mean, you don't really like I said, you don't really see that much of shit. I mean, I've seen some of the biggest equipment and cranes I've ever seen offshore. I was on the it was the Montco Robert was the at the time it was the world's biggest lift boat. It was a 330 class lift boat. So the legs can go down 330 feet. Isn't that Holy nuts? So you can shit. jack up in 330 feet of water. Wow. And um, I think the crane on it was, I want to say five, 500 or 1,000 metric ton. I can't remember Jesus. what it was. Wow. Unbelievable. That's and that's the thing is people don't realize... <clears throat> The shit we see on land it's doesn't baby, even hold a baby, candle baby to what's shit. yeah, yeah it's on not the water. Even, there's a if you guys Google it, it's called the uh, what the fuck is the name of it? It's like a football field. It's got this giant um, like arch in the middle of it with a fucking grappler hook that picks up entire top sides of platforms. Is oh, it's, is that is the that one that just gnarly. no? Is that the one that just like I just saw something? Uh, there was a ship that like sunk over in yeah. Germany or something or yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. and there's like 400,000 cars on it like Toyotas or something like mm-hmm. or Hondas or something like that and they it just sat in the bottom they finally it took them two years to like yeah, lift this up that. and then they, 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 it. they yeah. sawed it with the freaking chainsaw or yeah. like chains yeah yeah so like yeah. went around it and lift, yeah I think that's what so like there's a company called Biso Marine. They're in uh, Louisiana. They do a lot of that kind of shit. And right. they literally, just like you said, they take a giant chain. I mean, these chain links are like the size of this room. And it just, just rips up and down on cranes and yeah. just cut them like fucking whole thing in half. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. What they do. But why would you want to salvage a fucking ship? I don't that know. I sunk. can't figure that out. Mostly, it's not like putting the Titanic back together and back out to sea. So you it's got, all about insurance it, claims. Well, yeah. no, it's it's not just that. More importantly, yeah. if you think about it, especially for that well, one. Shipping. You've got the bunker fuel that's in it that's leaking or will leak in the future. And then if it's a car carrier, every one of those cars has transmission fluid, oil, fuel, yeah. uh, radiator fluid. And so it's more of the environmental impact if you leave it there over time. But if time. you watch this thing, this thing just ripping, you know, maybe a foot of, you know, the shell of the thing and just ripping cars in half. They're falling oh, into yeah. the ocean. I'm like, so you know what? You sacrifice really a few for the good of the That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get that one oil filter. So what? What was your craziest encounter when you almost fucking died? Uh, so I'll tell the story real quick. So basically. We have these big air compressors, right? It's a big 5120. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Mm-hmm. But Quincy makes them. It's a, the industry standard for diving, right? So it's on a big skid, an 8x5 skid, whatever. And they're powered by like a Kubota diesel motor. Everything offshore is diesel. You can't have any gas. So what happens is when these things start to run up, there's like a hydraulic unloader on them. Well, if it senses that there's low oil pressure... 
or any other problems, it shuts the fucking compressor off. <laughs> That doesn't so, sound like a fail-proof thing. It's not, yeah. but it's all manual. There's nothing electronic on gotcha. it. It's very like old-school shit, whatever. So they're, they're fueling the compressors. You shut one down, fuel one, then start the other one back up, fuel the other one that's shut down. So you got redundancy. Exactly. There's there's three compressors on board, So hmm. and like six or nine volume tanks. There's a lot of fucking air, yeah. right, yeah. for one guy. And what had happened was I was, it was my boat. I was running the boat and then we had a new tender come out and I was like, okay, this is how you start this fucking thing. Well, what happened was when he went to start it back up, it's an air starter and the thing started to chug real bad and he just like walked away. He didn't do what I told didn't him to do. Didn't hear it or know what was actually Yeah, happening. he's like, oh, it'll start up, whatever. And he fucking walked away after he fueled it. Well, the thing just shut off and like, you can tell. If you pay attention, you can fucking tell. Somebody's yeah. diving here. Like, pay attention, dude, yeah. you know? And uh, the thing started to chug and shut off. And I remember I was underwater. I was about 90 feet doing a platform inspection. And this just happened to be in like 400 feet of water. So you'd like see what you were doing. I remember like looking around like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like I can actually see shit. Why is it that you can see in deeper water? Because uh, it usually you're farther offshore. So the Mississippi doesn't, by the time uh, okay. it gets there, it just dissipates. Gotcha. So you know it's more I mean? the sediment and the water than what you're actually doing. Exactly. No, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like I'm you can, you. you can stir up the bottom a little bit and be fine. But like, if you're anywhere even close to like any, most of the shallow oil stuff, you ain't seeing nothing. It's yeah. just all from the Mississippi. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, shit. A lot of shit from the, it's, I, I, I didn't even get it until like my third or fourth time. I was sure they're like, oh yeah, it's all from Mississippi. I was like, well, how the fuck can that be possible? Yeah, like, that's yeah. a shitload of sediment. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So the thing started Damn. chugging real bad and ended up shutting off. Well, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm down there looking around and there's like a neck dam that goes like around. It's like a piece of neoprene that like cams up to the helmet. Yep. And as you're breathing, the volume tanks now is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And you don't really notice it until like, you go to take a Blink. breath and you're like, what the fuck? Like, hang on, something's going on here. You go to adjust the regulator, that ain't doing it. I'm like, dude, what's up? What the fuck is going on? Like, all right, I'm going on bailout. And then I hear my supervisor freaking the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and all right, you good? You good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll finish the dive, whatever. Did the inspection come up? And the kid said something. I, I go, man, what the fuck? I told you, like, this is how you got to do this. And he goes, it's not my fucking problem. You got shitty equipment out here. I'm like, <laughs> what? And like offshore. You got a guy's fucking life in your hands and that's your attitude? So like offshore, the thing is, is like you're in federal water, so you can't like just punch somebody. You know Why? what I mean? Because you're in federal waters. You can like go to fucking prison for something like that. What? I thought it was international water. You can do whatever the fuck you well, want. Well, you're, you still, in, you're still in the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> so like you're still, you know what I mean? Nah, so, uh, the, always the thing was, all right, well, when we, when we hit the beach, you know, you're fucked. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the dude ended up apologizing to me afterwards and shit. But like... Before you guys got to yeah, dry land. Before we got yeah. in, he's so like, oh, A couple fuck. dudes on a boat in the middle of the fucking ocean. Does anybody know this guy? You can't you throw know fucking nope. down right no. then and there. Oh, the Coast Guard. What are you going to call like, you like flag that. the fucking pirates there smuggling I drugs mean, if, if or you, what? If you, if you want to get <laughs> fired, me. you can do some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can't. Yeah, no. Did you uh, have to fight any fucking pirates taking over your shit? No. My daughter thinks I used to hang out with all the mermaids, though. That's like, pretty fucking cool. convinced. I'm I like, feel like, dude, I know them. Like, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, how old is she? Seven. Yeah, right. you fucking roll with that. Yeah, oh yeah, you she fucking like, roll with it. Yeah. Dad is fucking. That's it. Oh yeah, Dad Ariel. Knows. She's yeah. she's great. Just, well, don't, just don't let her listen to this episode. You know, yeah. you what the really were good on, on the screen. Obviously, he's hung out with a few mermaids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know. You know, 
<laughs> so so awesome. earlier, earlier you were saying, so so a tender, you start out at a, a very low salary. Yeah. You know, $12 the, an hour. It's pretty bad right now. I don't know what it's down to now, but when I started, I think I was making like 15 bucks an hour or All something right. like that. And, and how then, long, realistically? How long are you going to make If you're that? of average intelligence and you can like work and like, you know, actually do some work, then like uh, two, three, three years, three and a half right. maybe before you break out as a diver. Okay. Damn. And, and then can, you got to prove you yourself get? all over again. You know what I mean? So what can you get diving over the years? A lot. Uh, well, in the Gulf, I topped out at 26 an hour, I think. That all? As a diver three, yep. No Good shit. Climb in the dark. Yep. So oh, they, that crazy shit. They, it's, they, I told you, it's about the ego. Everybody just wants to be like, I fucking, I'm a commercial diver. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, I've heard of those guys pulling down like two, three hundred grand. No, who? <laughs> I don't know. It nobody. Just, nobody mermaid. does that. <laughs> I thought it was way higher. No. One YouTube star. So, oh, like, sat, so like, okay, when I was diving, the average salary for a sat, usually after taxes for one month of sat, it's usually around $18,000. And like, I don't know what the current rate is now. That's just like what it was when yeah. I was diving. Union is a whole different thing. If you go union, which I can't stress enough to do that, but yeah. that's just my personal opinion mm-hmm. yeah. for diving, you can make 200 grand a year. Okay. If you work in the right places, that's the guy California or New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you know, I've heard a lot of like, oh yes, yeah, underwater welders make fucking 300 grand a year. Like, no, dude. Really? Mm-mm. No shit. They think they do. They yeah. they don't. <laughs> okay. Well, here. All right. Again, we're, we're in the happy trust nest. What What is it, Matt? The trust tree? We're in the nest. We're in the nest. So you can you can be. I honest. forgot what the what the quote was. I, was I like, do too. Are, are, are we in this? Yeah, are we in like the little in the tree? Trust tree? Yeah, the trust nest. But so yeah, yeah, I was thinking so she's wearing nest. like you know yellow panties. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't know. Maybe Honey, I we were in the nest. I maybe know. something really cool. I don't even know <laughs> about. Like, oh. you're, only, you're only in the nest till it's aired. <laughs> yeah. So so in the nest, how many guys should make two hundred grand a year, but don't because of their extracurricular activities uh nobody <laughs> no nobody wow. extracurricular really activities in this i've had such an idolization of commercial divers it's for not, so long it's not that i mean it is a cool job i i was the most rewarding job i've ever had i will yeah. tell you that it was a lot of fun and like i met a lot of cool people and saw a lot of really cool shit and it was a really great thing to like tell stories about and like pick up chicks sometimes. Like, oh, yeah. it works, you know. Right. In, in Louisiana, it don't work though. They they, they like they get the fuck away no, from me. Fuck you. But let's be honest. <laughs> Do you want the Louisiana chicks? Uh, not really. That's kind of where, I, like, that's a built-in safety. A lot, a lot of, a lot of the, a lot of the guys I used to live. I mean, some of them, I, I'm sure some. Come on, Bobby Boucher this, you know did pretty I mean? well, and they they're not gonna like it because they live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they I, they can say whatever they want, but I I'm not I'm not a fan of that fucking place. I just, I just feel like if you pick up a girl in the bayou, you're coming home with something. Yeah, some yeah. real good fucking crawfish, probably or crabs. Yeah, it's not the crabs you're thinking. Yeah. So. See, that's the shit I'd be scared of. <laughs> crabs. <laughs> so how, how long ago did you hang up the hat? Uh, I mean, I'm still, I can still die for the union. Like, right. so as a un, as a, having that certification, divers have like a special pass in the union where like you can 
transfer to anywhere in the U.S. and you can work for any trade in the U.S. as long right. as they need a diver. So, like, if you're an operator and you have that so, cert, yeah, you can you, dive, yeah, right? Oh, so, yeah. Okay. And you, you can, can solicit coexist. your own work. You can get your own work wherever you want. It doesn't matter. You just need somebody to sign your fucking card, basically, when you get there. Gotcha. So how frequently do you dive now? No, I don't dive. I don't usually do it at oh, all. Oh, really? Yeah, they, like, they have, they've talked about having some projects coming up with like wind power and shit for like offshore in the Great Lakes. And yeah. they're doing that on the East Coast, which I still have buddies out there that dive. You know, Johnny Santiago, he's my real good buddy from uh, out of the in new york they got me in the union and took care of me out there and uh they're doing a lot of fucking work out there but out here i think there's maybe one or two union diving outfits and that's it and right. they don't really they're like out in fucking port here on area i don't yeah. really deal with them you know yeah yep. so um yeah so do you get in the water and play at all or is this sometimes kinda... i mean if we're getting drunk i'll let people put on my hat and go fucking jump in or whatever so i was gonna know. ask that <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah. i don't know what proper like protocol is with divers but i really want to try that fucking yeah thing i mean on. i got i got i got all the equipment i got a compressor jerry's got my we actually have our own burning rig we can do underwater burning welding whatever you whatever anybody needs i mean you Shit. get you know like the second you light a torch underwater, the water goes black, so you can't really do that in Jerry's pool. But like, you know, we can oh, figure something out. Jerry, <laughs> well, you know what? We're in pretty good with Jerry. I'll talk to him. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can figure we'll something out. Their, uh, their homemade uh, whiskey and uh, you know, go that, that, turn their that fucking moonshine. Yeah. Yeah. Can you put like awkward, nasty smells in their fucking airline as they're down in the water? You could definitely fart, fart in the intake yeah. for sure. Fucking for right. sure. <laughs> Fucking Rick. Jerry's if house. Rick's around, I ain't going under. Fuck yeah. that. I'm just saying that right now. I'm going to fucking the motorboat up over there. Yeah. Next thing the I know, it's like, what in the fuck, Rick? That's funny, man. I, got I went and ate Mexican last night. Nah, I was thinking of Todd. Yeah, Todd can fucking power a compressor just with his asshole. Like, that's how much that guy motors off. I think, that, I think my daughter's in that category for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor daughter, daughter. She's six and dude... Oh, was it probably like a month ago or whatever? We're sitting over at my girlfriend's place, and all of a sudden she just like gets in like almost like you know wrestling stance on the chair on the couch and goes. <laughs> she learns from the back. I'm, I'm like, I thought it was like a recording or something. I'm like, dude, what the fuck was that? And Darcy's just sitting there like. Are you fucking kidding me? She's all, what's, what's up, fart? Dad? You like that? Yeah. What's up, Dad? secretly, but you don't do that. I went over to the couch. I gave her the, the under the table high five. Like, fuck yeah, that was nice. awesome. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell you guys right now. Your your daughters here in about ten years, they're totally writing you off. They they're gonna listen to this episode. and They're like, God damn it, Dad! No, my daughter's still gonna you know she'll pull she'll tell you to pull her finger. <laughs> <laughs> she's the most awesome. classy farter in the world who, who knows where where this you know society is going to be in 10 years i know I mean, right maybe farting will be accepted. acceptable you it, know maybe it'll on, be offensive i don't know we are on course i feel like for farting to be an acceptable hello and maybe like one of the things like it'd be accepted like that's like a hello on your first date I mean, instead of holding it out for like a first week like oh my god you walk out of the house you're like <laughs> Like, like well, this is I mean, it. This is what you, you forget. They have ring cams and they're watching you walk out of their house, just farting every morning. It's like, oh, you might as well just see what the preview is going to be now, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, you either got bad ass or bad gas. Like, one of the two you're going to get. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so what are you doing now? Like, what's your mainstream thing that you? tackle every day uh so i'm a millwright i'm a foreman for a millwright company we do uh right now we're building 
uh, the Amazon plant. All right. At uh, Are you in Wixom? No, Eight Mile and Woodward is right. the fulfillment center. Gotcha. There's like 27 miles of conveyor, Jesus. And 2 million square feet, I think, 4 million square feet, something like that. Wow. I just feel like you could building. throw a rock and hit an Amazon building anywhere right now. Dude, this I, just, I just went to building. my plumbing supply house out in Wixom, and I yeah. haven't you know, ventured that way because of the fucking traffic of 96. It's not like 10 mile guy. area, right? No, it's uh, oh, 96, 96 and Wixom Road. Road, just north on Wixom, like where the old uh, uh, Ford plant used to be. Dude, it's oh, like yeah. 15 giant, like, million square foot warehouses. Really? Dude, yeah. They just went up in uh, last They're, year. Hmm. No, this year. Or this year. They're yeah. all precast walls, so they yep, come and they, all stood it they up pour and, them and they stand them right the fuck up. But there's probably a million truck bays all the way around every one of these fucking places. Really? Dude, fucking nuts. Yeah. So I don't I don't know, like, the the thing that we're it, it's called like the fulfillment center yeah. so like that's where like all these people are bitching about bathrooms and pay and also they're you know what i mean yep. whatever but like the work that was performed at this place i mean it's pretty crazy we put this whole fucking plan up in like under a year yeah well, it's like just under that's a year awesome. so far yep and uh it's been a lot of problems and a lot of print issues and i won't go into a lot of it but you know, we, we fucking knocked it out it's, yeah. and it's still going, you know, we're still doing commissioning and some other shit too. We're still building. I don't, I don't know when, when we're going to be out of there, but, um, I guess Bezos couldn't pay his bill or something. Yeah. So, oh, that's what, yeah. so like, uh, what, when I was a project manager for a mechanical company, one of our sales guys like got in bed with somebody that was starting those, like doing those plants. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's such fucking, there's miles of fucking processed mm-hmm. pipe and the miles of this, like it's fucking a gold mine. Yeah. And I'm just sitting like. Number one, you're not running the job. I'm running the job. I don't want anything to do with yeah. these fucking things because, yeah, they, you're never going to make it. Like, as a subcontractor you're, of a GC, you're going to get eaten alive and nothing's going to be. Yeah. You know, like, if you're if if you're not real big, and, you yeah. got a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, right now, like, Dearborn Midwest is a big fucking company. They, we, we got service plants all over the place yeah. from, like, I mean, we got job. We got a job coming up in toronto and there's jobs over canada there's jobs all over the u.s ohio i mean it's all over the place yep. so um but yeah i guess the the rumor and i don't know all you know whatever i'm not that high up the chain but i'm the one doing the fucking work mm-hmm. and uh from what i've been told you know this motherfucker can't pay his bills yeah. so you yep. know we're like all right we're pulling out dude yep. that's it and all of a sudden, well, the thing is, like, what we were worried about is, like, when you say that, and all of a sudden they pressure you with their fucking high-powered lawyers, like, we'll, we'll fucking put you under. You yeah. Know, if you fucking walk, you do not fuck with us. You know, it's like, well, you don't fuck with us because we'll go under. Like, yeah, Dearborn, they they had it kind of, they got some stuff worked out. I don't know what I'm supposed to disclose it yeah, now, but yeah, it yeah. don't really matter. But, like, we had, they basically came at us, and they were like, all right, you need to finish all of this area for like us to like come to some kind of agreement, agreement yeah. you know what I mean? And they didn't think we were going to finish it. And we finished it in a fucking weekend and fucking stuck it up their ass. We're like, yep. here goes $5 million now, motherfucker. Yeah. And that was it. So yep. their butt hurt about it. We're still there, but it don't matter. Yeah. So yep. it's all good. Yeah. Damn. No, that's cool though. Seeing those, you know, like as much as I hate Amazon and stuff, dude, the I fucking technology it. behind it, it is so fucking you know, crazy. There, there's the, the, the company, I won't say their name, but it's the lowest quality grade conveyor and hand. Like you could handrail. You guys have been on job sites, yeah. right? Handrail is supposed to be rated for 5,000 pounds, yep. right? So like this handrail, you could literally just run and fucking go right through it. And like, Jesus. no problem. I mean, I've hey, se- you know what? Good enough. 
Yeah, for real. But it's it's you fucked up. Been running. It's fucked up because you know Bezos is on the board of defense, so like he gets away with this kind of shit. OSHA oh, rules and shit like that don't apply to this fucking wow. asshole. You know. Wow. Yep. It's a different world. Great. Yeah, it is. It is. It so is. So, is this crazy. one of those self-automated buildings? Um, a lot of it is. There, there are. You know, they are going to have a lot of of employees there. I don't know how many they have, but it's a big fucking facility. It's huge. I mean, can, there's conveyor in the ceiling on the. It's fucking everywhere. Remember that Amazon building that went up at the old Silver Dome? Yeah, that's fucking wild. It it's probably like nuts. close to the same. There was thing. like fucking yeah. twelve cranes there all yeah. fall when we were going yeah. through or summer. Man. They just did uh the new Tesla headquarters in Austin. Every time we fly through, we drive right by it, and uh, same thing, dude. That job site was just fucking insanity. How big it was. That's wild. So, by the way, I don't think we ever addressed what made you kind of hang up your diving hat. What What was the decision process there? Uh, my daughter. It was, it was an easy one. You know yeah. what I mean? I was yeah. working offshore, and I had her when I was doing that. And, uh, you know, I missed, I think, her first steps. Yeah. And then uh, shortly after that, I missed her first words. And I'm like, all right, that's yeah. it. And oil was starting, kind of starting to tank. I forget what year it was. Maybe... <laughs> 2008, 2009, something like that. I'm not sure exactly when it was. Maybe it was later than that. But oil was tanking and it wasn't good. And I just, I kind of did a little bit of research, talked to people about union shit. And they're like, yeah, get out to New York, waited in line for 72 hours in February in a tent and like wrapped up trying to get in the hall. I was the. I was the third dock builder in line and I was the first diver in line. Damn. And by the time the doors open, 72 hours later, there's about 3,500 people in line. Holy fuck. It went down almost fucking three blocks and wrapped all the way the fuck back around the fucking thing. It was crazy. Like, people were trying to cut, and there was almost fights breaking out. People almost got fucked up. It was a big fucking deal. And what were you waiting for? Uh, To get into the union for in New York. So, basically, I came from uh, Louisiana, went to New York, waited in line basically to get like a shot of like, okay, maybe we'll take you. Maybe we won't. Yeah. And, uh, I ended up getting in. Cause if you, you brought me your knee pads that day. Well, <laughs> if you, yeah, so, <laughs> so if you have a copy of someone's union card, that's in that particular gotcha. union and you want to get in a union, that's how you fucking get And in. hopefully that person is an upstanding, uh, yeah, as just, long as they're paying their dues <laughs> and they ain't fucking talking to yeah. a bunch of shit, then you're good to go. Yeah. You know? so, I just or, camped out know, for fucking three nights and fucking <laughs> you're not even paying your dues. You motherfucker. <laughs> or is it like, Obviously, the unions are a big, strong outfit here in Michigan, and one of the fastest ways to get in the union, if you can't get through the hall, is if you're out there actually working on a union job, is to call up the BA and And tell them you're out there actually operating, and they'll either come run you off or force you to sign sign right then and there. I don't know how any of that stuff works, but I, I, I probably just got into this hall three years ago, I think. And uh, I know a lot of operators. I know that, you know, the unions, uh, they, I won't say too much about it, but I'm not, uh, there's things that I agree with and things that that I don't, you know what I mean? That's pretty typical of a union conversation. (laughs) I like, I like the pay and I like the benefits, but there's a lot of things that I don't like. Yeah. 100%. But you're talking about the the diving union, right? Uh, for, so rights. for right now we're talking about mill rights. Yeah. This will oh, be the okay. local 1102 that's doing the, uh, Amazon plant. And we do a lot of, uh, we service all the car plants, 
JNAP, Mac, uh, Warren Truck, a bunch, you know, all the places around here. So, so uh, sorry, I keep coming back to it, but I'm fucking fascinated by yeah. the dive profession. Uh, but that is something we didn't really talk about is the amount of travel involved with commercial diving. Can you kind of touch on that? Yeah. So offshore, you're on call. Basically, you go to the Gulf of Mexico, you're on call. You, I've been wasted and they'd be like be at the shop in an hour so Oof. you always have your offshore backpack you get all your shit ready to go all the time they don't care they'll come pick you up at your house oh really and you go they, offshore you just gotta go get to on sleep get up go to work yeah. you know what i mean yep. so um but it's 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 hard you know what i mean it sucks being away from your kids and if you're single fucking go for it how long are you typically out um uh, the longest i've ever been offshore without seeing land ever was four and a half months straight Jeez. holy fuck it was not i didn't wow. like it yeah you got a you got a big big fat bank account when you come yeah, in you can't that, spend you know. any of it <laughs> well you know a lot of us are on amazon too so like it's like christmas you come home and your bed's got like fucking this many packages now do you i forgot i ordered this yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah there's a couple watches all in a wardrobe bunch of shit yeah it's fucking it's did you have to survive any of those wild fucking storms out there on those rigs? Uh, yeah. So I did see. A, I have seen a lot of lightning. I've seen a lot of storms. I loved it. I thought it was the coolest that fucking thing awesome. ever. Yeah. Did you, you have to dive in storms? Uh, so when there's lightning, they will call it. You know, if it's within a ten mile radius, then they call it, and then you wait. You know, until it goes down. But I mean, I've been on night shift plenty of times. It's been fucking raining and storming. They don't. They don't care. Yeah. You know, there's been, I yeah. think, maybe only a couple times where you're, like, so soaking wet. You're like, fuck, you just put on a wetsuit at this point. Who cares? Yeah, get in you there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, but, yeah, you see some real wild shit offshore, especially the lightning and the sunrises. I was always on night shift, so I always see the sunrise. And I remember one of my supervisors was always talking shit to me. He's like, fucking Melnick has got to go up to the bow and have his fucking yoga time with his fucking sunrise. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, it's badass. He's like, I'm over it. Let's go dive. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> He <laughs> need to chill the fuck out, right? right? Like, yeah, come take up, a, take come a up to the bow for yoga time. Yeah, take a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eat some breakfast, chill out. You know? So, did did night diving really bother you, or are you just so accustomed to not seeing anything that it's just another dive? So I loved it. I've I've always dove at night. I've uh, even scuba diving i grew up like diving at night because everything comes out at night so like i don't know what how it happened or when but i started night diving like 12 13 it was forever oh, it was a long fuck. time ago i love it <laughs> i can't get enough awesome. of it don't get me wrong all the eels come out yeah, you see all it's badass, that shit yeah. but no but when you're fucking so <laughs> no. so night diving is literally like the cartoons where there it's total darkness except for the small <laughs> sliver that your flashlight shines and you swing that baby around, and there's a fucking eight foot, six foot moray see, eel swimming see, right yeah. beside him, you. It's fucking, it's cool. He, he but it's and, like, oh. He and I would get along great night diving because I would start probably doing fucking drugs. <laughs> Rick would there, be there, there Rick no way so fucking fucking hell. Intertwined on you. <laughs> yeah, you I'd be like about a the lamp rays. <laughs> doing drugs and diving is fun. It's, it's, it's fun. It's a thing. Yeah. It's like dare. Yeah. All over again. I'll tell you guys a story <laughs> later about that. But. Oh. Yeah. Ah, now. After the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's pretty gnarly, man. So, so 
what are what are you still actively doing now besides the mill works? Are you still helping like Water's Edge and doing some diving, fabricating uh, like that? Yeah, well, I yeah mean, the audience doesn't know. You're friends with Jerry from Water's Edge. Yeah, so Jerry and Garrett. Jerry, yeah, Jerry Edge. and Garrett are my boys. You know, I've I've known them for quite a while. We did we've done a lot of I mean, they're my close friends. You know, yeah. we just we decided to go into try to start a diving division, which is still going on, but we don't really do I mean, it's kind of like when you quote a job, I quote it as if I won't give away all the secrets, but I quote it as if I know what my time's worth for diving yeah. and people don't want to pay for it. It's oh, just, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. I, like I, it's a quick example. I had a guy, we did a job where we had to, they kept having a, like a barge floating off. So we had to anchor it or whatever. It, when we came out, the guys go, Oh, how much to do this? And I'm like, kind of thinking, I'm like, uh, 2,500 bucks. He's like, well, I can just go down there and blah, blah, blah. Go, then go fucking, do it. Well, yeah. What are you talking Have to me for, it, baby. dude? Yeah. Like, you're right. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the. They don't want to pay. Game. Yeah. I, I they mean, don't want to pay for it. I, I, yeah. Really, that is the epitome of what we face in the trades all the time. Yeah. People yeah. that they don't think know. they can do it. And yeah. it's like, you know what? You go ahead. Yeah. And when you fuck everything <laughs> up or you kill yourself. Yeah. You just cost yourself four thousand dollars. Now I'm gonna fix yeah. it for an issue. You don't understand you're it. You're gonna rent some shit. You're gonna go through all this crap, and then you're not gonna do it safely. We're gonna do it wrong, and you're gonna fuck it up. Yep. And then I gotta come fix it. Then I'm gonna charge you double of yep. what I would have charged you in the oh, first yeah. place. Correct. That's what we do all the time. Well, you sit there asking me questions. Get the fuck out of my face, and I'm yeah. gonna get this done in a moment. That's <laughs> yep. it. You yep. know. Yep. Jerry, uh, yeah, we we've done some work. We put out a couple, you know, some bids and stuff like that. We were supposed to do some more stuff, but he's, I mean, that guy's busier than oh, yeah. almost everybody he's I know. On. He's yeah. nonstop. Him, him, and Garrick, uh, you know, Jerry's cousin Adam, uh, one of my very close friends. He uh, is another one of the busiest people I know. I mean, he's always they're they're go 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 nonstop. Yeah. So. Um, I know right now all I do really is go to work. That's it, man. Yeah. You know, and usually it's seven days a week, sometimes six days a week. Right now I'm on five, five eights right now. Oh. First time in three years I've had it happen. So that's nice. Stoked. You know, sometimes yeah. it's nice to come back to, you know, mother earth. And so be like, how do man. you deal with like going for, I, going from this commercial diving to what you're currently doing? I feel like you've just taking a step out of a rally car and you got in line for some food at the mall yeah I mean, literally I mean, that's, like that's the change of pace i don't want to say it's like <laughs> it's it's that bad i mean and i, I don't want to downplay millwright work but like diving's way fucking harder yeah way like, fucking harder how do you adjust to that it's i i don't know it's like i'm kind of i i don't want to be whatever negative but it's um, it's just go to work go yeah. get a paycheck yeah, you know yep. what i mean i'm doing my thing and I feel like everybody's trying to save money right now. Everybody's trying to fucking, you know what I mean? Gas is crazy expensive. There's yeah. construction fucking everywhere. Yeah. Leaving Brighton sucks. God, the whole, it's literally <laughs> my entire ride to work. I'm like, who the fuck is responsible for like, who does our what governor, around here? You know our what I mean? governor's done it. But there's no way the governor could make the decision of like, okay, we're going to do mm-hmm. 696, mm-hmm. then 75, then 96, oh, no. then oh, this. No, no, we can because oh. her slogan back in the day was six to damn roads. <laughs> Well, now the stupid bitch is up for re-election. She hasn't fixed the fucking roads until this year, hey, which is hey, creating we a have one concrete rule. We have powder. one rule on this podcast that is up until this moment unspoken. 
We're, we're not talking politics. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you who's fixing the fucking roads. Yeah. She's trying to get reelected this year. So that crazy fucking lady is now fixing the roads. I will roads. say my only two cents in this conversation is I'm trying to build a fucking house right now and you can't get concrete for shit. No, there's really? no, I don't know. I'm not going to point it. fingers. So I'm pointing but fingers. But whoever it is, I'm we try to order irate. concrete like crazy right now for a lot of things. And there's a concrete powder shortage here in Michigan. And it's due to 59 being done, 96 being done. It's, it's crazy. It's it. Yeah, Every freeway you touch, but it's she's fixing the roads. So the state's actually sucking up 90% of the powder. So it's actually creating a shortage for concrete here. You cannot there are basements concrete. and driveways. If you're not constantly pouring 60 fucking yards a day, mm-hmm. you're good luck getting concrete. Even for those guys, though, we've got we've got larger companies that that we know. And they're even getting rationed on concrete. And you're like, holy fuck. These are big accounts. And they're getting rationed on concrete. So anyway. Yeah, but, I don't I don't I don't see any rationing going on with Amazon. That well <laughs> no. that's you, yeah. If we tried Amazoning just like four fucking pallets of quick cream. Just order it right just overnight <laughs> right. that shit to me, motherfucker. Well, what what Amazon's cause, so I have a couple of buddies that are project managers and you know, steel rector and stuff. Mm-hmm. They they have all these buildings that they're trying to do for just a normal you know big yeah. company yeah but they're only doing one building so amazon has like every fucking trust manufacturer steel trust manufacturer in the world tied up on their fucking buildings like they're, they're like in line so you know? that oh that, you want a building built well you'll get the building but you won't have a roof for fucking nine months you know? that, wow. that trend is is, is uh, closely ending yeah because like they, they've already um kind of pulled back on uh, finishing these plants. I guess yep. there's like a bunch of them that they were like, "All right, that's it. We overdid it. That's yeah. it. We're not yeah. doing this anymore." Because after COVID, they're like, "Or oh, we're not. We're not forty percent down. Fuck yep. this." You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So, well, then there'll be Love just it. giant fucking soccer and uh, football. You know, I give it to the yeah. kids. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Big playgrounds with conveyor yeah. belts and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All so, my buddies are sliding down those things. Right. <laughs> So if there's any advice for someone getting into the trades, male or female, what would it be? Um, keep your mouth shut and pay attention and listen that is to what they're advice. telling you. Because fantastic. if you can't listen and do a simple task, like put a bolt through a fucking hole the right way, and you know your journeyman's telling you over and over, or whoever, your boss, whoever it is, this is the way this gets done. I, you don't need to know the reason why it gets done that way. You should know the reason, but if we're working, I shouldn't have to explain to you why the fuck do I it. do every single thing. You'll you'll it. you'll figure that out later once I see that you're working. I'll be like, oh, well, this is how we do this. Or right. this, is, this is why, whatever. And I just think people have a fucking ego and can't. Oh yeah, yeah they, I can't. You know, they don't want to learn. They don't want to pay attention. They want to listen. I I don't know. Yeah, pay attention. Listen. Shut the fuck up for five fucking yeah. minutes. You know. Yeah. And if you're a woman in the trade, I mean, you better be a hammer motherfucker because everybody's watching. Yeah. You know, and I'm all for it. I'm all for everybody doing this shit. But if you ain't going to work, yeah, you're useless to me. Yep. You know? And, and that's, yeah. So so just to re-clarify, that's not even gender specific, but because women are under the magnifying glass in the trades. Everybody's watching, yeah. Especially, yep. you mm-hmm. have to fucking pull your weight. Mm-hmm. But that's really anyone in the trades. If you really boil it down to take the magnifying glass away, yeah. everybody, you either pull your weight 
or get the or fuck ship out. the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, and you know, people always get pissed at layoff time, and like, I know everybody's not union. I know you know companies work differently, but in my trade, it's like if you work the whole time and you know what you're doing, and you get shit done, and you don't fuck up, and you don't break shit. I, I'm not a really a nice guy. I'm. I feel like. <laughs> I had this discussion at work the other day. I'm like, yeah, I'm like 50-50. <laughs> and my buddy looks at me and just starts dying laughing. He's like, yeah, like 70-30. <laughs> you know? But my well, my work speaks for itself. I don't yeah. fuck around when I'm yeah. at work. I'm doing, if you see me on my phone, I'm reading a print. I'm doing math. I'm doing something. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not there yep. to fuck off. Like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of guys are there yeah. to just fuck off. And when, They're doing what you were doing at Toyota. How yeah, much work exactly, can I not do? Exactly. But like, yeah. I feel like if I'm going to do a task, I'm going to do it as like, it's mine, like yeah. at my house and whatever yeah. it is. Do I like the way that looks? It looks like shit. Then why the fuck are you doing it Correct. that way? Correct. You know what I mean? I, I, that's, that's something. The that, sense that, of that, pride. Yeah. And then you go to yeah. the house. It's overlooked because what... <laughs> at the end of the day, what we do, the quality, and this is what we, we have a laborer that works for us. Mm -hmm. And, and this is something that I don't know how to tell him and not sound like a giant debt at like a, a, a giant dick at the end of the day. But it's like, dude, are you happy with like, Yes, you've accomplished the task, technically. Mm -hmm. But is that something you're happy to walk away from with your name being associated with that? Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're all in this for, in yep. the trades. Yep. Our pride comes from the quality of work that we do. You don't half-ass it to get the job done and move forward. This is what we do. This yeah. is a craft that we have honed over years of experience our pride comes from the quality of work that we leave behind. So that's fine. From every step, though. Every yes. step. Every aspect of the Technically, way. you rake that out, and it's sort of flat. Are you really, are you good putting your stamp of approval on that? Because it's yours. Yeah. You own it. I, I can tell you right now, that's shit work compared to what I would do. Yeah. But it's just a sense of pride, man. It's it is. gone. Uh, and I don't and know that we effectively communicate that to new people coming into the trades. Like, that's no, what we're, we're in it for. We've been communicating, and it's just well, like it's like it's not yes. getting there. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know if I just you know. suck at communicating. I just um, <laughs> if you ain't working, I, you can tell I'm fucking pissed yeah. about yeah. it. Like, yeah. get your shit together. You yeah. know what I mean? I why do you, Why do you feel the sense of pride and the like? Give a damn, busted anymore? Like, you hire in, and there's just a couple guys that just grab it and get it. Yeah, and then there's just the ones that are just they can't put the phone down or they don't care. As long as their paychecks cash and they'll do just enough to hang on. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why that's a thing. I know that if you're doing that, and I have to tell you like more than a dozen times, I'm just gonna do it for you. I don't give a fuck. So I have a theory that I'm gonna float out there to everybody, and this is for. And when I say everybody, I mean really the audience too. I have a theory as to why we struggle with this in the trade specifically. So as of right now, our current system is set up to where it is just accepted that you're going to go to college. Mm -hmm. And so the only people that are coming into the trades are the people that aren't worth a shit. Yeah. And well, so, that's why construction workers get a bad fucking rap. Well, and know, it right? is, but it's one of those things where if you really gave the trades an honest shot at the high school level and you let, I don't know, 50% ish, 60% or I'm sorry, 40% ish mm -hmm. of the kids come into the trades instead of going to college. Because that's a, a viable option. Mm -hmm. Now, instead of getting the kids that literally aren't worth a damn, now you're getting real candidates that are actually interested and actually want to be in the trades. 
and they're actually going to put some effort. Want to learn, yeah. But yeah. the problem is, we take anyone that gives two shits about anything, and we say you have to go to college if you want to be successful. And so the only people we're getting in the trades are the people who literally don't want to put in any effort. Yeah. That's my theory as to why the people that we are seeing come into the the kids that we are seeing come into the trades. That's why they aren't worth anything is because we ship everybody else off to college and it is only the kids that can do nothing else that they're like, well, we got to put you somewhere. I think you're right because when I go to McDonald's and they fuck up your order, <laughs> those are the same motherfuckers that you're hiring to do your fucking job. Uh, I, I think you're right. Of, there's a lot of truth to that, <laughs> you know, yeah. because the, the trades aren't yeah. given an honest shake. Uh, what, what I don't understand is how I can like we have Taco Tuesday. My kid loves tacos more than anything. I love Taco I, Tuesday I and I don't it, have it in my house. Me too. But... I'm making a rule tomorrow. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so What's I, up? dad's I, intervening. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> tacos are on Tuesday. <laughs> So I, I drive through Qdoba every Tuesday, and I always see the sign. I was like, I'm hiring 1850. You, <laughs> you need to go on Wednesday when it's buy one, get one half that, that's off. That's true. No, he's talking about the pay. Oh, the really? Qdoba's, oh, yeah. yeah. Qdoba's got we, that. Mm. We do it every Wednesday, that. brother. We're, we're letting out the secret that. sauce yeah. here on the podcast. Like, I know you made it Tuesday, but if you just wait so much for Tuesday, it's fucking heavy. You have the leftover Wednesday. You could get two bowls for like 12 bucks. What's another Taco Wednesday? That place is fucking expensive on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I always see, you know, oh, now, now I'm hiring 1850. Well, before I went union, I remember looking for a job. I used to build a lot of cars and shit. I'm a, pre I'm a pretty good TIG welder. And I remember taking weld tests for, I went to some company and they're like, I go, I go I'm not even going to waste my time. What are you, what are you paying? They're like, oh, we, we can work it out. We can work it out. We can work it out. I go, okay, well, just give me a number, a rough number, what your top welder is making in your shop. They wouldn't tell me. And this guy convinced me to take this fucking well test. I'm like, okay, fine, dude. I'm there for an hour. It's like 22 gauge stainless sheet. It's not like, it's not easy to weld and make it look good. Like you have to know what the fuck you're doing. So I passed the well test and he fucking, he comes by. Oh yeah, it looks, uh, yeah, it looks all right. Oh, 16, I'm like, 15 an hour. I go, it looks all right. I go, okay, dude. Like it's, it's all right. I know I'm not like a, the best welder ever, but like it's fucking That's pretty, pretty good, good yeah. dude. You know? And he's like, he goes, oh, all right, yeah, I can give you like 23. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? I literally told you I'm not doing anything for less than 30 bucks an hour. Yeah. That's it, dude. Yeah. And like, that's before I was non-union. Now I'm just like, fuck you. No yeah. way am I touching any of this mm -hmm. shit. And we're, and we're, ultimately, I always come back to, as long as, as, an, as a country, we treat the trades as the alternative for the kids who can't do anything else, we will continue to struggle with these conversations. Yeah. We'll continue to struggle with this whole dynamic. Most definitely. The second we flip over and go, there's two career paths that are equal. You can go into the trades. You can go to college. Here's the job statistics for college graduates. Here's the job statistics for trades. Until we as a country make that switch... It's gonna be this like that. is what we got to deal with. Well, we got to deal with shit, shit labor coming in. We are starting. We we have to continue to deal with this fucking nickel and dime system. But it's for, starting uh, to come though. It, 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 it is. It has slowly. to come because to. I'm sorry. Our people that are top notch and they risk their lives some of the days should be making as much as a fucking attorney that's getting oh, paid. Fuck yeah. I agree. We, Absolutely. We should have guys that are fucking getting paid like doctors for the, some of the skills that they possess. Most definitely. Because these people 
they, and I'm not saying it in a bad way because we need them, but they do the repetitive same job every day. Like you're a hand surgeon. All you do is work on a hand. Not that shit can't go wrong and everybody needs their hands and their fingers, but you take some of these skilled trade people and you go, how do you fix this that there's not an answer for? And these guys just design it. They build it. They get through it. And they, there's no blueprints for it. But or they engineer right on the spot. But go back to that, though. This is yes. what gets me about. So doctors, I love that doctors is where you went with that. Because doctors <laughs> is one that sticks out to me. Yeah. Why do they get paid so much? So you have to have a fuckload of knowledge about the human body. Yeah. You have to have a fuckload of knowledge about all of the interconnected systems. And then you have to have unbelievably steady hands. Right. Okay. But have you ever I, talked to a on, guy on, in though. the I just trade? described three fucking qualities of every tradesperson out there. Correct. That which is where you were going? Yeah. Yeah. It's it, that's it, exactly but, but what the, we But are. the difference is is you gotta have the fucking nuts and the brains to do it in the skills trades. Like, I'm gonna jump in this fucking trench. I'm gonna fucking cut this pipe. I'm going to fucking do it. And let's just say a sketchy fucking trench that might die. Oh, that's and if what I, I was get about down to say there, is that trench and, could cave but in. But they make educated decisions. Not that they don't either. It's a split second. And there are certain guys on the jobs that like, if you're with them, it's a do or don't job. Like if this is the crew that's going to get it, this is the guys that are going to get it. Yep. If this crew's not here, the job might go sideways. Like there's guys that need to be paid equivalent to, the fucking people that are just tooting their horns of the white and, collar and, and they're ultimately that all around. boils down to yeah. where we place value as a society. Right. And we have all collectively said, ah, eh, the trades is where all the and, fucking dipshits go. And it was go. just like his analogy when he went out there to talk about just fixing these people's fucking shit in the water. Yep. 2500 bucks. Ah, I could do it myself. Fucking have attitude. Well, but yep. there's, like, a, there's a beautiful example too. So, so the amount of training you have to go through to be a sat diver, to get the medical certification, to get all of those certifications, to then go and do work. In and, and people don't fucking grasp. I'm sorry. They don't grasp what it's like working in 500 feet of water. The risks, the, the things that you have to anticipate, the skill set you have to have on top of all the medical shit that you got to have in case shit goes sideways. And the safety training. And yeah, the safety yeah, training. It's like, the worst, yeah. That is, I'm sorry, but in my mind, you should be up there. You probably go straight and be a safety surgeon. director after you become yeah, a I mean, I, so, like, I was on, we were on one job and my boss was like, this. Uh, something happened with the safety guy. He couldn't fucking be there and he's like, who can be a safety guy? And I'm like, don't fucking look at me, dude. Like, I'm not going to be, I'll yeah. work and like whatever, but I'm not going to be a fucking safety guy. Like, that's not my thing. Like, go yeah. find somebody else. But all you need is an OSHA 30 to be a safety guy. Yep. That's it. And yep. like, I got my OSHA 30. We all have that. You know what I mean? It's yeah, very. Boy, Todd is the safety guy is a scary prospect. That test sucks. <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> is he? Hey guys, we need to be safe here. Yeah. <laughs> But you're right, though. And you know what the funny thing is, is the white collar people will call these uneducated grunts to come do these jobs that they can't even figure out. And they act like it's so sophisticated. It's like putting gas in a lawnmower. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's that simple to us. But for something 
so huge they can't understand or grasp the concept. You know, but again, going back to that analogy, the I shit that it. we do on a daily basis, the only reason it's simple to us is because we've spent time. an entire yeah, fucking it. lifetime doing this work. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what you're paying for. Yeah, you're right. paying for my hourly rate. You're yeah. paying me how experience. long it takes me to do it. What are you paying yeah. the doctor for, though? Yeah, yeah so, but the exact same thing. The way they go, I went yeah. to college, I spent all this money, and I'm a doctor, and you're like, I all, get, you I get two a, all you did was a fucking glorified apprenticeship. Yeah. Well, it was like those fucking big trees we were crashing down up in Grand Blank or those doctor's houses. Yep. I forget what the fucking price was. It was like $20,000 to drop these trees. And first, they want your insurance. They want every fucking thing about you in case the job goes sideways. Yeah. And then they're like, well, why is it fucking so much money? And they stand out there well, and yeah. watch you. What yeah. are you doing that for? Oh, I could have done that. How about you, you know, go fuck off? And you're yeah. just like, you see your house? I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't have a tree on it right yeah. now. Yeah. You're like, yeah. these skyscrapers are hanging over your house. And well, statistically, fucking 90% of us could just go wrong. I failed yeah. physics, but I know what it's going to fucking do. <laughs> well, and then they walk out and be like, do you guys sure think you know what you're doing? Mm. No, but we're about to fucking uh, wing it right yeah, now. We're about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you got these bombs just fucking six foot logs just fucking winging through the air yep. past their fucking house. Like, That's why they don't let me talk to customers. I'm like, goodbye, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. I ain't doing none of this. But Getting that is out in the back. <laughs> yeah. That's really one of the most frustrating parts about the way the trades are viewed is, is if you really think about it in, in all of the different trades represented here at yeah. this podcast uh, right now. The amount of time invested into learning those trades to where we are experts in our field yeah. and the skills required to do those trades. Tell me how it's different from a fucking lawyer going to law school or a doctor going to med school. It's not. We have. How long is a fucking apprenticeship to where? And, and I'm not talking about the the quote unquote apprenticeship. I'm talking about how long do you have to spend in your trade before you are truly an expert in your trade and you can go out without someone overseeing you and doing that trade? Easily eight years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Easily five, the five, same eight. amount of time yeah. a doctor or a lawyer Unless you're spends. a mad motherfucking time. Like tomorrow I'm going to be running the D9. You know, fucking I'm going to be setting grade. I'm going to be bulldozing. You know, there's always the, like the never savant. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but, and for our audience that don't understand, that's Totten's nine inch dick. <laughs> 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 but he still ain't matching the two footer that the commercial diver brought yes, in. Yes, yeah. he just one up there. There was a big thump on the table when he sat down. No, it was more like a thud. I, going back to your comment real quick about the doctors, I just think it's funny that like you know, not to play downplay doctors. I have buddies that are surgeons and like they're fucking smart, dude. Yeah, absolutely, not, nothing absolutely. against them, but like when you open a fucking hand, you know what you're supposed to see. Yes. Yep. When I when, I when they go, hey, fix this piece of shit, and I yeah. walk into a plant, and there's chains and shit. I don't know what the fuck. You got to look at it. Okay, take a second, figure out how this thing comes apart, see how it goes. Understand you what have it to was be able to, be. to just on yeah. the fly. Oh, there's no absolutely. print for this. Figure it out. Okay. Absolutely. You know what I mean, that's like. 65% of, of our job is yeah. millwrights and we have a lot of people come in and go, well, how the fuck do you know how to do that? Well, because we've been doing this We've for a long it. time. Yeah. You this know? is what I do. Yeah, and yeah. I haven't been a millwright for very long, but I've been the, I've been doing that type of work. Type, for, yeah, yeah. It, right. I mean, it, diving and millwriting is like, I was a mechanic for a long time. I worked on diesel motors and hydraulics and all kinds of shit. 
how I got into the millwrights was being a good welder. Nobody could pass a weld test. So they were like, we need to build this power plant. Can you pass a bend test on site? That was the big thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sure you can do this? Yeah. Don't ask me to do a pest test, yeah. but I can do a weld test. <laughs> there's I can, there's 90% I of I can pass a pest test, too. No problem. <laughs> so if you actually legitly piss test the trays, 90% would fucking be Oh, gone. absolutely. Psh, no. You better Not give in my me. crew, everybody's passing that motherfucker. That's right. No Just problem. give me a but half hour ever, run down to the store. But if, <laughs> Not but if you ever steal where they're going to watch me in a mirror, though. <laughs> If you've ever watched certain places, there's a handful of folks that constantly get pulled to piss. Yeah. And it's because they know the rest you know of the crew wouldn't pass. Yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. And I'll tell you again, <laughs> well, to go back been... to our fucking white collar analogy, here we have the fucking trades. We have to get piss tested because we're operating heavy equipment. We're doing all dangerous shit. When's the last time you heard of a doctor getting a piss test? They don't. They Even were though just they're fucking, operating on fucking human people, right? Like, right and screw. I mean, they just write their own. One hundred percent. The more I think yeah. about it, the more I'm just like, how fucked up is the way that we view the trades right now? I mean, like, a, a lot of that. Up. A lot of that has to do with with you know insurance, obviously. No, it's all insurance so fucking much in hospitals, and uh, it's it's a joke. I mean, I was just I was just in the hospital a couple of months ago, I had in a bad car accident, but. Uh, I just got the bill for the ambulance and it was like fucking twelve hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, God, yeah, but again, I come back to okay, we're getting piss tested because if I'm running a giant bulldozer, I could accidentally possibly run someone over. Like the part in Austin Powers where he's like, "No, yeah, stop exactly, the exactly. steamroller." Yeah. <laughs> but, but a doctor, I know one hundred percent as a surgeon, I'm operating on people. That's a 100% yeah. chance if I fuck up, I'm going to kill someone. Yeah, yeah but they're covered. Well, they're technically, covered. so are we. No. See, if, if you <laughs> oh, kill somebody. <laughs> no, if you kill somebody. I got liability in a, insurance. No, no. We're fine. No, no. As an operator, if you kill somebody and you're a competent operator and you're digging you're a trench and somebody dies, yeah, you're, responsible for you're, going to, you're on the hook for fucking yeah. jail. You're on the but hook wait for a second. death. That really wait happens, a second. So yet again, me being a superintendent, you know, all those years, like I never thought of like the responsibility I had, like because mm-hmm. I'd be walking around and be like, God damn, those guys aren't freaking tied off up in the ceiling, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, whatever, they're, they 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 got to get it done. And I'd walk away, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Like if that guy falls, they know I just walked by. I didn't call him out. Yep. I'm liable for. Not call them out, or like when you guys are but digging surgeon, trenches, I'm like, but what a the surgeon fuck can you kill doing? somebody, yeah. and it's actually ridiculously hard to get them certified or bring charges against them. The, yeah, right. And like, the rate of that happening is pretty fucking high. Yeah, like I, I just, accidents happening for that, you guys know. I mean, it's you know fucking pretty. I think there's a cap. I think there's a cap out like for like five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> is like a cap for like if you if they killed somebody, like that's as much the, as you ever could get. The more we go that's down so this rabbit hole, the further infuriated I get. Let's end this wonderful podcast with this last final question. The Matt motherfucking talking question. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> if you could do anything, change anything, what would your dream job be? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, that's a porn star. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that, that's probably it. Actually. Porn star? Yeah. All right. But Well, I well, mean, with a two-foot dong, I mean, <laughs> you're going to be... I mean, slaying horses, yeah. fucking world known. Let's just let's just be honest. The world here, renowned okay. Nate. Yeah, 
Man, might have exaggerated just a little. Just a little bit. A couple inches. We're gonna have girls calling in. It's not two feet. It's I know that fucking asshole. (laughs) No, I I would love to go back to diving. I just don't think I have the energy to do that shit anymore. Really? Yeah. And like, there was guy. I remember this guy. His name was Randy, and uh, he just struck me as this like overweight dude offshore. Like, if you're overweight, you ain't diving. It ain't happening. (laughs) He was a big guy. He's probably two forty. I don't know, six foot, something like that. And he had to do a surface swim, and a surface swim is like the nobody wants to fucking do that. You see how much the helmet weighs. I mean, you fucking weighed down. If you got to swim more than like ten feet. You just ran a fucking marathon yeah, by the absolutely. time you hit That's it, right? That's a shitload of work. And this guy, I thought he was going to die get up the ladder. I, didn't think he was, I thought he was going to be like, like Omed D. And he was <laughs> he was older. He was like in mid-40s, and I'm like 30. Offshore, like, oh, like fucking pussy. Like, <laughs> watch this, motherfucker. You know what I mean? And this guy was like an uh, like in the military for a long, 25-year veteran in the military and shit. And this, it made him look like a bitch offshore. And we wow. just fucking, you have to be in shape. You got to be, you know, like at your peak physical condition, yeah, which yeah. a lot of us aren't. A lot of us were getting drunk the night before, Galveston yeah, and shit, getting fucked up and go diving. You know what I mean? I, I'll tell you one very quick story. This We had a, went, in, went into Galveston on weather, came back offshore. We were all drinking the night before because they're like, all right, have fun, whatever. We were offshore for a little bit. Came back in, went right back out the next day on because the weather had cleared up. My buddy was tending, this guy I knew was tending. You have a very quick amount of time to eat lunch. It's like five fucking minutes because you're diving, right? So guy comes in, eats a whole fucking bowl of spaghetti. He's a tender, right? So if you're a tender and you're diving, you're like, hey, you get on the PA. Hey, fucking you're up, motherfucker. Get dressed. You got five minutes. Hurry up. Guy comes out in his wetsuit. Well, you don't have a hat when you're starting out because these things are fucking expensive, right? So the supervisor or like higher divers usually will like lend their hat out to tenders. You don't give them a Ziploc bag? <laughs> little air hose going to the bottom? Right. Have a so, good time. Yeah, so the supervisor, the diving supervisor, who is ultimately like responsible for the whole boat, right? He's like, here, you can borrow my hat. Kid goes diving, goes down there, and he's down there maybe, I don't know, five minutes, and I hear him on the fucking PA. Oh, like, no. you can hear the radio. He's like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> All right, up on Diver Slack, start coming up, fucking, and I'm like, looking, what the fuck, dude? I'm Spaghetti looking down the ladder. Everywhere. The whole shit was red. The whole oh, faceplate was red, dude. Like, oh, I fucking puke all, I mean, he's like, gag, he's taking the fucking thing off, he's just everywhere. Oh. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. What the fuck you SpaghettiOs before you yeah. die, bro? Yeah. So did he have to buy the helmet? <laughs> oh, man. No, he ended up like cleaning, like taking the whole thing apart and cleaning it, though. It was oh. a big fucking deal. That's I've seen, gross. I've seen guys shit in chambers. I've shit in deco in water before. Peeled off the wetsuit like 140 feet to take a shit. They call it shark sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shark Why sugar. the fuck is this coming out at the very end? I, I, I mean, we're about to be done. You know what I mean? So I just shark, fucking. Shark sugar. Yeah. That's fucking. That yeah. is incredible. It's a Wonka candy bar. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say in a dry suit. How the fuck do the logistics of that work? We, I don't I don't dive those things. They're better. They you got to wear a diaper in those babies? No. You like just they, fucking they, let it rip, bro. I mean, in dive school, I did piss my pants in one of those things. I will be. I don't You got to do it in a wetsuit. I don't give a fuck. It's great in a wetsuit. My buddy, but the one guy I fucking live with, He's like, I've never pissed a wetsuit. I'm like, bullshit. Fuck you, dude. What are you talking That's about? It's like somebody saying, like, as soon as your like toe heat? hits the water, you're like, oh, it's warm. Yeah, Fuck, thank it's God. It's incredible, especially when you're you're adept and you're getting a little chilly, and then you let loose. You're like, 
Ooh. Yeah. See, oh. well, with 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 commercial diving, we got hot water. So like, oh, in, that's true. In your hose, you just jam, yeah. jam the hot water in there. Well, if you yes. take, as soon as you jam the hot water, you're committed. You ain't going back. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you can't like take it out after. If right. you run out of hot water, you're like, this fucking sucks. Oh, I bet. So you don't take the hot water until you need the fucking hot water. Yeah. You know. But yeah, if there ain't no hot water, I ain't diving. No yeah. fucking way. Out, out in New York, we were diving in the East River in February with hot water. There's no dry suits or anything like that. And it keeps you warm enough? Oh, yeah, until it runs out of fuel. Oof. Then it pumps ice water right into your fucking oh. wet suit. You can't tell if it's hot or cold. Mm. It sucks. Mm-mm. It's. Mm-mm. I keep on, what the fuck? This thing's out of diesel. Oh, I don't fucking know. You know, I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. All right, all right, so I'm going to ask my question. Sure. You thought Tots was hard. This is this is becoming the harder question. Yeah. What's your purpose in uh, life? And you can take that however you want. What's your purpose? Uh, so I'm very into space and where we are in space and the universe and all that. I'm like, I'm obsessed. That's the obsessive question. Like, what the fuck is this? What are we doing? Yeah. My only purpose now is to make sure that my kid feels loved and has a great life. That's it. Great That's answer. my only fucking purpose. Love it. And I, and, and to be honest, I, I wish more people felt they, that that, that is their the only purpose as far as I'm concerned. If she, if my daughter wasn't here, I don't know. I'd probably be fucking dead by now, right yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I'd yeah. be in the golf still fucking around like, I never wanted kids, and then I had a kid, and I've I can't. You don't ever. Look imagine. It's the greatest it. fucking thing it in the world. A crazy. And on top of it, having a girl, dude, is so fucking. It's the awesome. best. Yeah. It is the best. I thought yeah. I was gonna. I was doomed, and I was like, "This is the best fucking thing in the world." I was bummed for about five minutes when I was like, "Fuck, my little girl," and then I'm like, <laughs> "She came out." And I'm like, "That's it. She's dude. so pretty. It's yeah. over. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah." Well, thanks for being on, man. Thanks for having me, guys. This has been awesome. Thanks for having me, you guys. It was fun. Thank you. So uh, that's it. That's the podcast. And thank you guys, as always, for listening. Go check us out on all of our social media platforms. And our soon-to-be website. And our soon-to-be website. website. It's in the works. I actually communicated with our web guy. I was going to say, Pepsi's over with. There's plenty of time for you to fucking... You can't get concrete for your fucking uh, new studio. Get that fucking website done, bro. We're the website going. So so be sure to almost check out sweatandgrime.com. But for sure, check us out on social media. Feel free to reach out. We talk to everybody. So that being said, thank you as always for listening, guys. We'll catch you guys next week on Sweat and Grind. Peace. See ya.